God's gonna send me to my knees. Just playing. <laughs> Should I be concerned? Oh no. Me and new toys. Is this? Yep. You know he's canceled, right? Isn't everybody? No. Everybody's not canceled. John Legend's not canceled. Just wait. His wife has been canceled a time or two. Chrissy's got stories. She does indeed. You want to hear my Chrissy story? I don't have a Chrissy story. <clears throat> but I would imagine a Chrissy story would be fun. No, the only reason why I have this notebook is because uh, I have therapy tomorrow. And I thought of something really important I need to talk about. So I grabbed my notebook to write it down. During therapy or now? During therapy. Oh. I make therapy notes prior to our session. Throughout the week, I go through it and update it. Or cross things off if I feel like I don't need to talk about it. So. Gotcha. This week's kind of full. Of things to talk about? Mm-hmm. Ted. The yeah. Ted. And you know all of it. I do? Yeah, I've gone over it all of you. All of you. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Man, I'm not, I'm sure. I could have things that you don't know about. If it wasn't a global <laughs> pandemic, I might, <clears throat> I might agree I with you. I have th- thoughts that you don't know about. Thought? Thoughts. I have thoughts that you don't know about. Hmm. Not many, but I do. So one of the things I'm going to talk about with her is how this week you had some anxiety things going down. We talked about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And how I feel guilty for saying this, but like, you know how when your kid's a baby and they're sick and you're kind of sort of not happy that they're sick? This might be a mom thing, but you're like, oh, baby's sick, more cuddles. You can sleep with me. I'm going to give you all the things that you like. It's kind of like there's a lull in the routine. Mm-hmm. They might have to stay home from school. You might have to call out of work. And it's just like, yes. Kind of like how we all took the news of the initial news of the pandemic exactly. and schools closing. Like, yeah, exactly. kids will be like, home. Kids will be home. And now it's like, oh can, my God. Right. I'm going to have to have graduation ceremony in my basement. So it just hit that, came out that there's no school for the rest of the year. Where is this? In New Jersey? Uh, at least that's what the lady at the liquor store told me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, oh, yeah. God. I don't want to be the one to tell my kid that. I need to, I need to see that. Have you looked it up? I'm looking it up now. So, my anxiety and joke. yeah. So, not that I'm glad it, it happens, but I appreciate that I can help you. Correction: NJ schools not closed for the rest of the oh, year. Okay. <laughs> but apparently, it was reported that it was, okay. and then now they're so whatever that you hear in the liquor store, just turn that all the way around. Well, the one eighty. The, the liquor. <clears throat> oh, I'm coming in super hot. The liquor. The liquor store lady yes wasn't actually wrong okay the report was wrong so i can't blame her. oh i see okay all right um i appreciate being able to help you out when you are when you need help i appreciate being helped yeah because you know sometimes you could your partner or your child or your parent whoever it is that's in help needs help they won't always take it or know how to ask for it or know how to say they need it I think I fall more in the line of I don't know I need it then won't accept it or won't ask for it. Well, I'm thinking about specifically when you knew you needed to get the fuck up out this house mm-hmm. and I didn't quite get it. And I think I said something like, okay, let me send this email. And it was like, no, bitch. I said, I got to get out. <laughs> Not now, but right, right now. now. Um, so 
I know what she's going to say, though. She's going to say, oh, how's therapy coming for him? That's the first so, thing she's going to say guess, because she's going to be like, all right, that's great that you can help him, but what's his macro long-term plan for that? So I guess my question is why is – I guess I get it to, to, to a certain degree, but why is my – what happened to me a conversation for you in therapy? Um, a lot of what happens for you is a conversation for me. Mm-hmm. We live together, and I'm mm-hmm. your partner, mm-hmm. and I take care of you like you take care of me. So – that said, I still got to get my shit together. Absolutely. And I think she's concerned that because I do walk the walk, talk the talk, know the lingo, do the things that I could easily, and you and I have talked about this, mm-hmm. like easily step into not just your girlfriend, but your therapist. Along with my lawyer. And <clears throat> I am your attorney. <laughs> my writing coach. And your coach. All those things are fine. I can't be your therapist. Um, I don't want you to be. No. I'm, I mean, like, and I said I because be. I said because there's a world where... I imagine somebody wanting to rest on that. Right. You've been, you're an expert at therapy and the right. things, blah, blah, blah. I just talked to you. So the thing is for us is that we could slide into that dynamic knowing full well that we should not. Um, mm. Because of, it's, it's, I don't know, because it's a global pandemic or because we just don't have the access or the whatever. Right. Um, and I think that's where even for me, it was just like, I'm going outside. It wasn't anything right. beyond that. It wasn't, yeah. So... Mm-hmm. So, uh, you come up a lot in therapy, not as often as you did in the beginning, but mm-hmm. you come up a fair amount. Like, how am I going to therapy and not talking? About, if she says, "How's your week been?" How am I not talking about? It feels whatever. like it was a shame show for a while, though. It was a shame show for a while, <laughs> um, and even then, it was not. The shame show was not as. The shame show would last for ten minutes, right? Fifteen. There was a time when I was in there in my ther- in my therapy session when my relationships would take up a full 60 minutes. Mm. A full. From the moment I sat down to the moment I got up, it was all about my relationship. That's not the case here. Um, the Shane show, if it is a Shane show, is going to be relatively brief. And then we're going to move on to whatever else. But there was a time where we talk about it now, where my relationship just seems to be to define me. That is not the case. How are you doing with the remote stuff now? Remote? Oh, um, I don't love it. But no more used to it? I mean, I've only done it twice. I don't feel used to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like having sex, you know? Two times, you're not really comfortable yet. Especially if you're me. <laughs> We're not doing this today. Mm-hmm. We're just not. Yeah. But it'll take a minute. It'll take a minute. Um, but I appreciate it. I appreciate that we can do this. I don't know what I would do if we didn't have any type of access at all. I sometimes wonder, do you even need therapy, Leah? I've been in therapy for 20 years, Shane. Like, over 20 years. I've been in therapy since 1999. Um, So, 20-something years. And sometimes I think, can't you just therapize yourself? I know that's not a word. Can't you just read the books and you know what the fuck's wrong with your ass. You know what you need. Therapy. Do you really? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, sometimes I do think that. Mm. And then I get some sense. Right. Yeah, I got to. I keep saying I got to, like, it changes shit, but I got to. Right. Um, what's stopping you? Um, Is it the whole knowing that it would have to be teletherapy? No, that part doesn't bother me at all. I think, actually, that makes it easier. Mm. Um, I think it's. 
sadly it's the corny days getting away from me. I'm yep. doing this, I'm doing that. Yep. Blah 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 blah. That's not global really corny. pandemic. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but it is April. So God, it's April already. It's April. And it's not even like April first. It's April what, ninth? Mm-hmm. Eighth. Eighth. Yeah. Um, it's not a competition. I will punch you. <laughs> Will you reach over this ottoman and punch me or what? Because I realize that it's sitting over there that makes you aggressive. What are you talking about? You know, we oh, talk we, about Because we, we switched around everything. Switched, so right. now you're going to be aggressive and I will come over there <laughs> and I will punch you. I can't believe I talk to you like that. Oh, you, yeah, because you got to watch the video. That video is just, this is your face. Your face is just on the mic. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. You poor thing. I'm gonna be kinder. Our sad little promo for the podcast. We're gonna do it over. We gotta do it over. We're gonna do it over. I'm. I got it now. I'm all. I'm ready. I'm glad. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. You'll like it. <clears throat> so, I had an interesting exchange on Twitter today. Mm. Um, so Bernie's out. Bernie's out. And apparently Biden's a man. Biden's a man. And I tweeted. Um, that I have to remember, and it's kind of a conversation we had earlier today. I have to remember that the Bernie Bros on Twitter mm-hmm. aren't what happens necessarily in the real world. Right. Um, we had the conversation. Like the earlier. Bernie Bros who say never Trump and just don't vote at all. Right. Right. Never. Neither never. Trump, neither Trump nor Biden. Yeah. Which I don't never know how Trump, that math never works. Biden. That was the hashtag. Um, and because again, we we were talking earlier, and it was basically like. Old black folks are basically what pushed Biden over the top. Right. Um, but meanwhile, we're so used to being in our spaces that the the rhetoric of the Bernie bros <clears throat> and all the stuff that comes along with it gets to be super loud and feels like it's just everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tweeted that I had to remember that because if Bernie supporters were as loud and in the mass as they were, we'd be talking about his run for a second term. Not his losing in second primary. Right. Right. Um, to which uh, somebody responded that <clears throat> they didn't get to vote in primaries because they aren't Democrats. They're independents? Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm like, but your guy is running as a Democrat. Right. So why wouldn't you follow his lead? Right. And she was like, well, that makes no sense. Wait, she was a Bernie supporter. Yes. But she couldn't vote for him in the primaries because she's a registered independent. Right. And he's running as a Democrat. Right. So how are you support? What does your support look like? Right. If you want him to be president. Right. Then you need to get him to the primaries. Right. And so my thing was, why wouldn't you just, <clears throat> even if it's just on paper. Right. I'm a paper Democrat. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm a full on Democrat. Mm-hmm. I am liberal. Mm-hmm. But being liberal doesn't carry much weight. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, we're in a two party system. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you're either a Jedi or you're with the dark side, however it goes. Yeah, because you know I get that reference. <clears throat> Star Wars. I, uh, I know where the words come from. Dark side of the bad guys. Yeah, okay. In this case, Republicans. But anyway, um, she was like, no, I wouldn't. I've been voting for independent for 20 years. <clears throat> and it makes no sense for me to carry over. Plus, the primaries hadn't even gotten to my state yet. I was like, I'll grant you. The idea that you didn't even have a chance to vote for right. this to happen is... right." Always jacked up. Yep. But for those who could, why wouldn't you follow 
your guy. I don't even understand why this is a conversation. Like, I think I might be missing something because if you're an independent, but the person you want to be president Mm -hmm. is a Democrat Mm -hmm. and the primary does come to your state Mm -hmm. and you fold your arms and say, well, I can't vote for the person I want because they belong to a different party. Well, they're not allowed to vote in Democratic primaries. They have to become Democrats. Right. Yeah, I know. But why wouldn't you? Well, why wouldn't you? That was If you want him to be president. Right. I feel like sometimes the Bernie supporters are live in a this is how things should be right. world. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But I don't know. But that's the difference between, in my mind, the average Bernie voter who is either really young and idealistic mm-hmm. or white and affluent has a rain, has a means to say, to cross their arms, say I'm whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus black folks who vote their interests correct especially older black folks who vote their interests hence why we are where we are now but it really highlighted that part to me when she was like i couldn't i wouldn't be a democrat that makes no sense i wish i could have saved a tweet that i saw that i thought really illustrated this it was a young woman young white woman saying i hate that bernie dropped out i hate all of you people who are doing voting for xyz i hate everybody who is voting for biden just because he's he was obama's vice president and I hate this, and I hate this, and I hate that. And she didn't understand why she got dragged. I think she really thought people were going to be like, yeah, it's right. just so effed up. And I think whatever her audience is, she got a little too much black Twitter, <laughs> you know, in her audience. Right. More than she thought she had. Right. Or black Twitter just happened to do a double take. Like, what you just say? It was so heavily racially coded mm-hmm. that it was super gross. So much so that I honestly don't think she understood. I think she might have figured out from the dragging exactly what she was saying right um yeah it's tough i i it's tough you know i kind of have you got to be careful with using stuff like ptsd but as i prepare to use it um 2016 you know like most of us i went to bed like hillary's gonna be president I'm like of course she's gonna be president what the fuck what else of course get out of here whatever I, when i didn't go to bed that way i mm-hmm. got in bed <laughs> that way and then just kind of flipped through and then was like wait what what's what's happening here right um and then fell asleep i was subscribing to the new york times at the time and the next morning i was like the newspaper's at my door i'm not turning on my phone i'm not turning on the tv i'm not turning on the radio i'm not turning on my computer i'm just gonna open this door and see what this newspaper says and just deal and I opened the door, I looked down at the newspaper, and it said there was no vote. I mean, there was no decision, right. whatever. It wasn't time yet. And I was like, wow, I'm really living in a world where this dude is about to be president. Mm-hmm. So because we didn't even, we meaning Hillary supporters, there was never a single moment throughout the entire race that I didn't think she was going to win. Not one. Not a single second did I ever think. I remember Time Magazine or Newsweek or The New Yorker or New York, one of those four, Mm -hmm. um, their issue set to drop the day uh, on election day was one of those meme pictures of Donald Trump looking like a baby and on the cross of his forehead it said loser and Mm -hmm. like huge black print. Right. And I was like, let me buy this. This would be fun to hold on to. Um, I'm sure he owns every other copy mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm still, my, my stomach still feels a little, ugh, 
when I think back to 2016 and I can't believe we're already back here again. It just doesn't seem like that it was that long. Yeah, I was, I expected the worst. I, there was a part of me that was like, this is not going to go well. It's not going to be what people think it is, mm. but still hoping against mm-hmm. my own mm-hmm. intuition. So mm-hmm. watching it all, especially as, as the night went on, because I pretty much watched the entire night of mm. everything. And as the night wore on, well, as soon as they say, what is the path yeah, for uh-huh. victory? As soon as we get to what's the path for Hillary, it's a wrap. Anytime right. you're watching any election and they say, what is the path right. to get she to the nomination? To get to the nomination, it's, it's over. It's done. Right. Because there it. wasn't no, what is the path? Right. It was just... You guys want to head out because we see where this is going. Right. We might as well just get to bed early. It's the, it's it's the equivalent of when you go to a game and your team is up by forty, mm-hmm. and then you leave early because you want to be traffic, and then by the time you get home, yeah. you find out that your team lost. Correct. Yes. Um, I've had the musical equivalent of that. I mm. can't. It's a story I will never tell you. Lauren Hill. Because it makes my stomach hurt. But there are two concerts that I left because I was like, ugh, I'm so tired. I'm so bored. It's dumb. I hate hip hop. Wait, wait. Can I guess? And then I I left. And then by the time I got home, it was like Prince, the Lord Jesus and Savior came out. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to even talk about it. Um, It actually happened to a lot of folks. Um, I think it was, um, who's Prince's guy? Maceo. Maceo Parker? The jazz guy? No, it wasn't Maceo Parker. It was, what's his name? The name slips right now, but one of Prince's people was performing at Prospect Park. Mm, okay. At the band show. Okay. And and he came out. Randomly, Prince is performing at the band show. Mm-hmm. And I never went to the concert, so that's just never been my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I distinctly remember folks saying, I left like 20 minutes before Prince came out. Right. And what the What the fuck? fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was known for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him once, and... He just straight up strolled. It was a Shaka Khan show. Mm-hmm. He loved Shaka. I know you. I live you. He wrote that for her. Um, just strolled up. Let me get my guitar. Right. Let me plug it in. <laughs> like, no. Like, right. Like, just whatever. I'm playing for Shaka. Like, somebody's got to play for Shaka. Might as well be me. Um, anyway, so. Um, shoot. What was I talking about? Uh, concerts. Or Bernie or Trump. seeing the newspaper. Mm -hmm. And I did not listen to anything. I couldn't. I just was like, I know what it is now and I can't. Mm -hmm. One thing that really annoyed me is that the next day, I look at the New York Times and I'm ready for the Trump wins. and They didn't do that. The, The headline, which first of all, it wasn't even an above the fold, heavy, bold headline, which it usually is for a presidential election. Mm -hmm. It's a regular looking newspaper. Like I'm thinking it was from the week before. Mm-hmm. So the far right column is reserved for the most important news. Did you know that? I didn't. <laughs> you about to... It's just this random thing <laughs> okay. that someone taught me once. Anyway, mm-hmm. far right corner is mm-hmm. reserved for that. And it says certain groups come out in a way that wasn't quite it was just like this right really like we're not gonna say what happened mm-hmm. but we're gonna discuss why the people who read this newspaper right. are freaking out right now well there's there was so much shock and awe so that next much. morning so including trump do you remember his face 
when Obama came to the White House to do the. I remember Michelle's face. Turn. <laughs> that was later. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was at the whatever. But when Obama just came to the White House right. to do the. Right. So here's what you're going to do. Trump looked absolutely mm-hmm. terrified. Absolutely terrified. This dude did not think he was going to win and he did not want to win. Donald Trump did not want to be the president of the United States. Do you he remember? had a very cushy, nice life in Trump Towers, being the host of reality shows. Were you? And grabbing women by the pussy. Did you watch American Idol much back in the day? Um, just the, not really, not much. Every once in a while. I Do you remember it. Sanjaya? Yeah, I remember. I feel like Trump is the Sanjaya of presidents. Sanjaya was Indian American. Yes. And, and he, he had like hair big, everywhere, big dark hair. hair. Yeah. Wasn't very good. Okay. But. But we liked them. No, no, no. Oh. Folks were voting for him as a joke. Oh, no. He was beating out folks who were amazing because the audience started trolling American wow. Idol. And that's why I feel like okay. Trump is to a large degree, especially, again, going back to the Bernie So, folks. wait, he couldn't sing? I don't really remember him well. He could. Well, you have to be able to sing to get on the show. Right, of course. But he what, who was on? Who won his season? That'll tell us. Sanjaya came in second. I don't remember. Wait, what? He was No, he was a thing. Okay. Um... Um, but I feel like Donald Trump is kind of along those same lines. Mm. Well, except Sanjaya wanted to win. And I don't think that Donald Trump wanted to be president. Um, uh, you and I talked about this offline. And I asked you point blank, is Joe Biden going to win? And I, you said, I don't know. I don't know. And of course you don't know. No one knows. Joe Biden doesn't know. The point is, do you think he's going to win? What do you think is going to happen based on the information you have on you right now? Because my gut is telling me that Donald Trump is going to win another um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to pretend that uh, it's not unlikely. Um, no, you're not going to pretend that it is unlikely. That it's not unlikely. Never mind, go ahead. No, no, you got me. I'm, no, I'm trying Never to get the syntax. Never mind. Um, <clears throat> if I wake up, <clears throat> if I wake, God, I kind of we gotta get water up here or something. It's getting mm-hmm, bad. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wake up that morning and Trump is a president, I'm not shocked, right? By any stretch of the imagination. So that was what I was trying to tell you. <clears throat> that very thought process mm-hmm. is why I think Biden's gonna win because there's so many of us. The those of us who realize that if he wins, we're gonna be like, well, what are you gonna do? A lot of those people are not going to vote because they've already the made their peace with that. I don't know. No, you got to have some like, you got to have some moxie and some something. I think those are two different things. There's, I'm not going to be surprised if he wins. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure he doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think those two are separate entities. I'm, I think what you're talking about is the Yang Bernie folks who are like, I'm not even going to bother because whatever, and America gets what it, what it deserves. Right. The folks who voted for Biden are going to vote for Biden in November. Um, you mean the folks who voted for him in the primary? Yeah. Do we know anything? Just have to wait and see. I can't anything believe. About what? I don't even want to talk about it. It gives me a headache. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to vote. And I'm a Democrat, also on paper, but I'm going to vote. Um, I don't want Donald Trump to be my president. And that's it. That's all there is to it. But I don't have a lot of, I'm not very hopeful. Because 
Biden's people, whether they vote for him or not, are not fired up. And Trump's people are. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. So we're going to do about your knee. Um, We're going to get a brace. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know, honestly. Wobbly. You're getting wobbly on me. I'm on the phone and you're walking along. I said, no, you're sitting on the floor. Yeah. My knee just, I wasn't even walking. I was just standing, actually. Mm. I was sitting on the steps, going through some paperwork. And I stood up and my left knee just crumbled. And luckily I didn't fall. I just sat down. Um, well, the other problem, too, is you had about of what I'm what I believe to be tendonitis. Mm-hmm. And then global pandemic sit, sets in. Mm-hmm. And you're, then I start sitting in. You're not walking anywhere. You're not, nope, like, I'm not. Like not even a little bit. Right. Like I walked to the bathroom, to the kitchen, into the bed, into the sofa. So your knee was weak from having an issue. Right. And now it's getting better. And now it's just weak because now it's, it's weak. weak. Um, I'm and, definitely going to get a brace. And But beyond the brace, you have to I know. walk. Whether it's just going outside, whether it's up and down stairs, whatever it is, you got to get active. So I'm taking it seriously now. Because it was cute at first. Not cute. Of course, pain is never cute. cute. No, it was never cute. But it was just like, oh, it's not a big deal at first. But now it's like, bitch, you are 46. Like, this is, you are kneecap age. This is what happens to people when they're 46. So I've had tendonitis, tendon issues twice. Hmm. The last time it was my shoulder and my neck. And Mm -hmm. I had to get a shoulder brace for it. And I was in that for like three months. Jesus. And get all ibuprofen, I can, and everything else. And mm-hmm. it was bad because I couldn't sleep. Because if you ever had tendonitis, it's, just, it's the equivalent of having sharp spasms just yeah. randomly. Yep. Just, just this much of a wrong move, sharp spasm. Mm-hmm. And it's almost electric, it's like mm-hmm. a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I had it though was when I think Cole was three months. And I learned that, so I ended up having tendonitis in my wrist. Mm-hmm. I had to wear a wrist sleeve that locked up my thumb and all these different things. I don't know where that came from. I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, yeah. Where it's common for parents to have mm-hmm. wrist issues. Absolutely. And funny enough, my doctor said it's usually mothers, mm-hmm. which I was like. It's almost always mothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole other conversation. I had it. But yeah, I was in a wrist thing for three months. Yeah. And, and it can also be some of the. It can be the wrist. Sometimes it's the shoulder from mm-hmm. however you are, you know, if you're nursing and you tend to hold this way. Mm-hmm. Those repetitive motions that, you know, you end up doing, especially when the baby's really small. I remember coming home. Or when they're close to 10 pounds. Yeah, he might have been that by that point. Um, I remember I'm com- talking about coming home from the hospital. Oh, no. This hoe was like <laughs> close to 10 pounds when we left. Yeah, I, I got a medium-sized baby. I got a regular baby. I got a super jumbo extra large baby. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand why <laughs> why my baby's so big. Right. Like and I remember coming back from the doctor <clears throat> with the wrist sling and all this other stuff. And the doctor had me flex and do certain things with my wrist to see what it was. Mm-hmm. And this is one where you make a fist around your thumb mm-hmm. and then you flex, like you hold it straight and you flex downward. Mm-hmm. And when he had me do it, I damn near hit the floor. Oof. So I go home and so I'm showing my ex-wife and she's like, oh, that doesn't hurt. And I was like, then this. And then she hits the floor. Like, oh, you got it too. And then she's like stealing my <laughs> pranks because we're all jacked up. Everybody's jacked up. Um, yeah. So Mine was my elbow. 
and I had to trade. Nursing my daughter was really difficult and she wasn't doing all the right things. So I went to a consultant and she said, she's too big for you to try to manage her the way you are. I'm going to teach you how to do a football hold. Mm -hmm. So I had to do like this, literally do like this, put it like this. So I would do like this, have someone else put her here. Other podcast loves? Podcast. Talking about things. So I had to <laughs> so put my so arm like out. <laughs> so I had to put my arm out. <laughs> Just stretch my arm all the way out. Mm-hmm. Help Tell somebody to put her on my arm, mm-hmm. her back. Mm-hmm. And then pull my arm back mm-hmm. until her head, which is in my palm, mm-hmm. is on my boob. It's called the football hold. Right. And that was great. She was not all her big old folds and stuff were everywhere. I could just conveniently tuck her here. Mm -hmm. She would nurse and it was great. Problem was, I would have to hold my hand up, check on her, put my hand back down, hold my hand up. Boom. So my wrist and my shoulder started to, you know, fall apart. Um, It's How do we start talking about? Oh, because my knee. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be an old person. I'm already bracing myself. For yourself? Or for no, for me? you. For you being an old person. Um, well, I'm, more, I'm actually more afraid of my memory than well, I, I am of my knee. Well, I was going to say, you have one wheel. Yeah, I do. And, and then your memory stuff is My memory wonky. stuff is just and super wonky. I don't know. Part, it's gotten worse. And other parts of your body are, are questionable as well. Excuse me? Like what? Kidney. Oh. Not your vagina. Just the way you said that, just <laughs> it's just completely wrong. So I have a bum kidney mm-hmm. um, from Jeesh going back about 20 years. Um, I got a kidney infection, garden variety kidney infection, but I didn't treat it properly. And because I was young <clears throat> and I didn't have any health insurance. Actually, the sad part is I did have health insurance. I just didn't know how to go to HR and ask for my card. And well, what do I do? It was just this mythical thing. Like, right. you've got health insurance. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but what does that look like? But when you're young, health insurance is for when you get hit by a bus. Exactly. I was like, I, I got to. And I've told you this before. Um, I was working at the source at the time when I got the kidney infection. And the doctor said, you got to stay home for a couple of days. Get these uh, antibiotics. And then you got to chill. You know, you need to drink all the liquids you can and chill. Never got the prescription filled. And I called my boss when I got home and said, the doctor said I have a kidney infection and I have to stay home. And he was like, well, you need to clean out your office then because we don't have time for that. We're about to close out this issue. And we don't have no time for you to not be here. And I was like, okay, I'll be there in a few. And limped my ass to work. Had no idea of what was proper protocol and that I couldn't lose my job for it. I really did think that. And even if I couldn't lose my job, I was afraid to be that squeaky wheel. Right. I was afraid to be, oh, we're now we're holed up because Aaliyah's stories are not in and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I just limped myself to work and I got drunk every night so that it wouldn't hurt. Because did you know that if you're drunk, you don't feel any pain? I've heard that. Bob Marley said one thing about music when it hits you feel no pain. <laughs> it's really one thing about White Hennessy when it hits you feel no pain. Um, but yeah, I would just drink at night um, and I had to figure out how much I could drink and still get my work done and not feel any pain. Um, so it would return off and on, obviously, until I finally treated it. And it just never really came back. So that's that's that. And then you wanted to beat it up, so that, we'll mm. get there. Um, what? 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 
oh, we can't. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was that. a show about honesty. No, 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 not even that. I mean, and there's still a little bit of me that will always be kind of, not, not, not always, but I'm still a little confused about how that worked as well. How having sex for an hour straight would be damaging to my kidney? Yeah. Yeah, because you should... And you saying it like <laughs> dumbass, <laughs> like yeah, doesn't help. Well, because I thought you did. You wrote a whole story about it. So I, I wrote that it was maybe. a thing. I don't. I don't fully understand. Oh no, I do actually. You do. Never mind. I do. You absolutely do. I do. So for women, uh, that was your fault. You need to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. quick. I think, and I, I remember I would always, mm-hmm. even back then, I was like, yeah, you should go. You should go. So you need to pee, but not just for your for your urethra's sake and for your kidney's sake. You should pee immediately after having sex. So what's immediately after having sex though? If as you have soon sex, as you need to pee. Or not, because the point is, go to the bathroom even when you don't feel like you need to pee, because you mm. probably still will. Right. So, right after, what if sex is five minutes long? Then right after sex is going to be plenty of time to flush out anything, because you only have sex for five minutes. Mm. But what if it's five hours long, and you go right after sex? Guess what? You're still fucked, because you should have had, you should have peed ten times by now. So, the longer you have sex, the longer the time has been where you should have gone to the bathroom. So they have this open-ended thing where doctors will say, make sure you pee after sex. But then women, we don't really realize that that means if you have sex for 40 minutes, you should probably take a pee break. That's not very sexy, but that's actually what should be happening. Depends on what you're into. I but, mean, you know. depends. But I've never done that. I've never been having sex and said, let me take a pee break. Mm-hmm. But I've also never had sex for, you know, excess amount of hours. <laughs> what? Why is that like a... A natural break. <laughs> I've oh, never had sex for for an excessive amount of time. I haven't. I don't think that's like a bad thing to say. Okay. What? No, seriously, is that like a? No, I'm picturing one of your other suitors hearing that. No um, one in particular. I'm just like whomever. just someone else being like, "Hey, we had sex for a long time." And then it's well, like, I'm saying I've had I've sex for a long time is, is great, sure. But what was happening with you was literally a dysfunction. Like it should right. not have been going on that long. And I didn't really know how to say, "Hey, <laughs> can you're killing you me. Get off of me now." <laughs> is can we talk about this? Mm. Um, and then when I did bring it up to you, and we talked it through, it turned into a story, as most conversations <laughs> do. It's either a story or a podcast. Right. Although at this point, we don't even have much of the same this for the podcast. I feel like we do. Not verbally. Like that, you mean do we say it out loud to each other? Like, save that think, for the podcast? Never. Because we, we've had we've had conversations like, no, 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 we're not doing this. Wait till we get to the mic. Very rare. I think Very more rare. more so early on than yeah. anything else. There was but, a time a couple of weeks ago I was sitting down there and we started talking. I just came up. I was like, "Okay, I'll see you upstairs." Right, that happens. I don't remember what that was about, but it was just yep. like, "Let's just go down and get it over with." Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's something that, like you said in your story, you think, "Ooh, he can go all night long." That's supposed to be a great thing, right? It's really not. Um, so I ended up getting a kidney infection um, early on in our relationship, mm. which I treated and it returned, and it treated again and it returned. Um, I've been cl- in the clear for some time now, which is good because in a global pandemic, you don't really want to be taking antibiotics Eesh. and ending up in the hospital. 
Um, but my left kidney is 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 uh, just for show. <laughs> it's just there. That sounds like the title of the for... worst movie ever, by the way. <laughs> my left kidney yeah. is just for show, or my, my left, left kidney. kidney. Yeah, my left kidney like my left is foot. pretty much just there, just to uh, just to hang out. Yeah, so I need you to get your shit together. Yeah. The kidney's a kidney. Kidney's a kidney. Get your knee together. Ginkgo biloba. I joke about that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, at the very least, the knee. The very least. I have control over that. Right. And as much as it sounds weird, I think that um, running, walking and running would probably strengthen it. Walking first, for walking sure. Walking first, of yeah. course. And um, even the stairs. I think hitting the stairs would do you some good. I'd rather run horizontally than hit them stairs vertically. I don't care what you want to do. I'm saying what's going to help your knee. You're not the boss of me. Clearly, because then your knee would be okay. Oh. oh. Wait, why did you have to just make the sound yourself? Because I don't know where the, bu- I don't know where the button is. Anymore. I, had just, re- <clears throat> I had to remap the that's just sad. sound bed. So. I got new um, customized sneakers today. Or was that yesterday? Oh, the Converse yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of weird, but I like them. Well, I feel like there's only but so much you can do with Converse. They yeah, have to be weird. For sure. They have to be. So I have camo on one side and this strawberry print. Mm-hmm. Like just straight up. It's just strawberries mm-hmm. on the other. Um, I started off with all strawberries and it just seemed a little twee. So I was like, what's the exact opposite? Now, yeah. you give me shit all the time. For what? About the random words I pull out. Yeah, you're always pulling out random words. The fuck is twee? Oh, twee. You don't know twee. Okay. Twee is like uh, precious. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same thing. Like a little too precious, a little too, uh, not on the nose, but in that same category. Somewhere between T W E E. Somewhere between on the nose and precious. Okay. Anything that make you eye roll. So. Like the word twee. Like the word twee. Exactly. Gotcha. Like like calling yourself a diviner. You know, <laughs> saying that you come from a long line of diviners. Or master the written word. <laughs> that's not a. That's not a word. That was a belief system. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you very much. Um, so, yeah, it's camel on one side, strawberries on the other, and then uh, that's pretty much it. I don't remember what else I, I mean, did. I think that's it. Except they came with the tag with your name on it. Which yeah, is tag's cute. cute. But I'm taking that off. I'm not going to walk around with a leather tag on my sneakers. That's why. Um, so... They're not collectibles. I feel like both of my um, ones that I customize are more like, oh, I just want to look at these. These I'm actually going to wear mm-hmm. if that ever happens. And I won't be, and I won't care as with any Converse if they get messy and whatever. Well, you're not wearing Converse anytime soon. Oh, God, no. Not with your knee. No. My knee and my kidney. My kidney hurts, too, <laughs> just thinking about wearing Converse's. Um, Twee means excessively or affectedly quaint, pretty, or sentimental. Did I get that right? Did I describe it to you properly? Uh, I think so. I think affected is the key word in there. Um, yeah, affected. Affectedly quaint. Um, but anyway, shoot. I got the sneakers. There was something else I was about to say after the sneakers. I gave oh. you the good knife. You gave me the good knife. Thanks. <laughs> Um, I didn't like the presentation either. Oh yeah, there's no box. It was just no box. It was just the shoes themselves wrapped in cardboard. It's like wish what sent the? you a pair of Converse. <laughs> what the? <laughs> that um, was a little sad. That did especially not make me happy. That was not a fun unboxing experience. Especially considering that Converse is a Nike company, you thought there'd be right. more thought to the. Well, presentation. I knew something was weird because they came from the Philippines and the ones are made in the USA. 
So yeah, I didn't know that. The ones came from not made Kentucky. in USA. They're no, they're made. The customized ones are really? made in Kentucky. Yep. Oh, I thought but that the was customized just... Converse has come out of uh, Philippines. I thought that was just where they landed before they got sent to you. Mm-mm. You can follow the journey from the factory in Kentucky. Oh. Um, I don't know if regular ones. I know, I'm pretty I know sure they come from China. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got those. I don't remember what I was saying about that before, but I know it's going to sound weird because I've talked about this for several episodes already, but I don't care. And that is that I have my second caftan today. I think it's the first time I'm wearing it today. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Um, uh, well, you just got it yesterday. so Yeah, I got it last night. I was very excited. And it feels like it felt like the first day of school. You know, you know what you're gonna wear, and you're just like, yes, it's time to go to bed. I remember. I would line up my outfit, so laying on the on the bed or whatever else, shirt, jeans, socks, socks sneakers, the whole thing, all of it. And I don't even think I would sleep that night. I think it was just like I didn't sleep. I would just be laying on the bed next yes, to my outfit. I didn't sleep. That that was just like everything. Before I figured out how to put outfits together mm-hmm. i used to walk into clothing stores and buy the entire mannequin i think we've all done that yeah yeah I've i used to that. make fun of for doing that i did that i had my moments where i would just feel like i just want to get all those things mm-hmm. especially um the gap if i felt like it was put together sort of kind of how i would oh, no, put I'm going it together to like the dr jays and jimmy jazz oh dear no <laughs> buying uh <laughs> buying the mannequin uh-uh. I've never, I've never went into a Dr. J's or Jimmy Jams. Jazz. Yeah, that. Um, I feel like Jimmy Jazz is more of a New York thing. No, right downtown Newark. There like is? literally right in the corner from our mm. office. In his heyday, Jimmy Jazz was the shit. Mm-hmm. I believe Jimmy Jazz is still open in downtown Newark. You know, downtown Newark is like a time machine. You know, you step into a particular block. It's mm-hmm. 1987. Period. So when my sister and I were growing up. We had a really weird, you know, we lived in a really nice area of a, really a town one. that has some really, some challenges. Mm-hmm. Not a really terrible nothing. I will. You living in that motherfucking city right motherfucking now. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. East Orange. Sorry. The East Orange just jumped out. Anyway, we lived in a decent neighborhood in a challenging town. So people thought we were bougie. But you can't really be bougie and living in a place like East Orange. It's yeah, just not. I mean, Bougie's you, relative. Bougie is relative. Um, so compared to the people that I think I called you bougie. Yeah, that's fine, but I'm not. Like, not even a hair. There's no part of me that's bougie. Just saying I want to see the sunshine right. out my bed doesn't make me bougie. That means I live in a building where How I can see the I sun. How will I see the sun when I wake up in the morning? Oh, God. I would say something if it weren't for the fact that I sounded exactly like that. <laughs> Just <laughs> like that. Anyway. So... Me and my sister, we always wanted to be like in, like down, like know what the hot shit was. We're from East Orange and we don't really know where to get the hot shit. Mm -hmm. So whenever there was a trend, for example, we wanted Crocs when everybody was wearing the Baby Flay Crocs. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know if you remember the headbands with the little stars on them. They were like sparkly. Everybody and their mother wore those for a summer. I don't remember. That might have been a local thing. No, 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 no. Because we went to Harlem for... Harlem Fest in 88, and they they were selling them everywhere. So it was definitely a New York thing, too. Um, People would always say, if I said, where'd you get those sneakers? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get Downtown. Mm -hmm. That's not helpful. I'm not walking you to the store. 
but they would never say the name of the store right. because that's not how it works. Right. It's downtown. Right. Anywhere downtown, bitch. What do you need a store for? So my, I would say, Mom, I really want those blah, blah, blahs. We'll find out who, where they have them. I, are they at the mall? No, they're not at the at mall. The mall. <laughs> they're not at the mall. You just, they're just not, Mom. They're just mm. not at the mall. And people would just say downtown. And I would say, they're downtown. She, the girl said the sneakers are downtown. And my mom would be like, where? Because if you want something from downtown, we're going in. We're getting a parking spot. We're going to go to that store. We're going to get the thing. We're coming out. I'm not just going downtown. So, How old are you? 13? Oh, yeah, she's 14? back over with you. Oh, uh, 16. I'm not. My mom would not allow me to take the bus downtown by myself to purchase an item. Actually, no, that's not true. 13, I'm going to Hunts Point to shop by myself. Absolutely not. And keep in mind that at 14, I'm in 10th grade. So it was not happening. My mom didn't let me go. I could go to the mall by mm-hmm. myself. But to a place that might have Dr. J's or Jimmy, what is it now? Jimmy Jazz? Mm-hmm. It's not happening. I remember my first pair of $100 sneakers. Mm. And I don't know. I don't remember where I'm working or what I'm doing that I finally like have money to buy a $100 mm-hmm. pair of sneakers. Um, I take the bus from Soundview to Hunts Point. Mm-hmm. To go to the sneaker store that shall not be named by okay. its local oh, name. Oh God, yes. We'll just say it's J Man's. Yeah, mm-hmm. J Man sneakers. <laughs> yes, where I would go and wait. So the J Man sneaker store, there were several locations, or this is the one that you told That's me. That's the about? one. Okay. Um, there wasn't a place for you to buy sneakers in Soundview. No. Well, no. Well, there were so. There's no downtown. So. Where I was in Soundview, I would have to take the bus to the train. Right. Which is, but I'm still in Soundview. So I'm taking the bus to Soundview Station mm-hmm. on Westchester Avenue. On Westchester Avenue, there are a couple of sneaker stores. And you would sometimes walk up and down, see if they had what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, you end up going to Hunts Point slash Third Avenue to find the things. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Hunts, Hunts Point is in what borough, technically? Bronx. It's in Brooklyn. Oh, it's in the Bronx. Yeah. Okay. Everything I'm talking about is the Bronx. You know what I was thinking about with Hunts Point. Go ahead. Well, that's what it's famous for. Of course. Mm, Great talk. Because of Hunts Point. Um, I go in and I find the sneakers I want. And with taxes, like $111 or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It was the exact amount of money I had, including my bus fare. To To get back home. Yes. Right. So... Of course, I buy the sneakers. Of course you do. And I walk the six miles home. In the sneakers? No. Okay. I knew. I knew. I knew. I just had to double no. check. Just had to double Actually, check. no. I'm lying. It was in the sneakers. Oh. Because you didn't want oh, no. to Oh, no. Not your, no bag. You want your bag snatched Mm-mm. while you're walking. You stood a better chance of either running away mm-hmm. or doing whatever if the shoe, the shoes, new shoes were on, on your, your feet. On your feet. Yep. Um, Did yeah. you have to literally like toss the box and everything? Um, I th- you would so, have had to. No, because the problem is, I think the shoes that I wore to the store were were in there. They were they weren't ones that were just thrown away. Like they were still good shoes. Okay. So I had to take those back with me as well. Six miles home. Was buddy. it worth it? Yeah, I was tired as fuck, <laughs> but I was glad. What kind? I, what kind of shoes were they? They were they were Nike basketball shoes. They were um. Did they have a little pump? That's Reebok. Um, That's Reebok. I'm trying to think of the name of the player. He played for Golden State. He was a point guard. It was his like signature shoe at the time. I can't remember his name right now. What makes you 
what why do you want them do you like this player or do you like the shoe the way the shoe looks um i was i didn't dislike the player i liked how the shoe looked and at the time it was like the lightest basketball shoe ever made okay so on top of that was like the whole technology side of it so there's a point in i might even say that part there were two types of um sneakerheads there were the athletes who were sneakerheads mm -hmm. and there were the cool dudes who were sneakerheads and usually there was yours somewhere in that scale mm -hmm. i end up always being more impressed with the technological side of sneakers so this you don't being, say well yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so for me they may not have looked as cool to chill in right but there was still a status in it because of everything I went into making them. Mm -hmm. um so yeah and i think i played in them like twice maybe but can we talk about you and tech? Why? There's, there's nothing to talk about. So last night, um, <laughs> damn it. I hope, don't say anything. Because I really want to remember what it was you were, oh yeah. So we have a, <laughs> this house does not make any sense, by no. the way. <laughs> no. Because earlier today, mm. I had to tell Alexa to turn off the music so I could tell Siri to call Maisie. And then after I got off the phone with Maisie, I told Alexa to turn the back, music back up. So now there's a Google Mini. Mini? Yep. Okay. So we Sitting have next to Alexa, to Alexa Dot. Yeah. So we have an Alexa Dot Echo? Is Echo Echo Dot. Name? Yeah. An Alexa Echo Dot that was actually Maisie's Christmas present. Um, but she, I got her a both sneaker, a speaker. So she took that instead. Mm -hmm. And Siri on my device, Google on yours, mm -hmm. and now the Echo. And let's not forget Cortana downstairs. And somewhere. Cortana's downstairs somewhere. <laughs> nobody, um, nobody cares about Cortana. No. Cortana doesn't care about Cortana. No. Uh, so last night you were explaining to me something called broadcasting. Right. And you were showing me how with your phone you could broadcast something to the speaker. Mini. I mean the Google Mini. Mm -hmm. And if my phone is dead, which is a common occurrence, mm -hmm. and you're not here, mm -hmm. you could literally send me a message through this little device. Right. And, and same and same going the other yes. way. Yes. And the device might say, I'm on my way home. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear from you. Is your phone dead? And I can send a message back to you. Right. But I'm not sure why. Like, I'm very, very used to you being geeked about tech stuff. Because I'm always geeked about yeah, tech stuff. Yeah, of course. Stuff. And it's I mean, a, it's, it's not a, unusual for, I mean, that's a duty thing. It's a constant state of being for me. In a tropish sort of way. You kind of expect that. I think I'm more than most. Uh, that's what I'm trying to explain. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be some level of, my guy likes tech things that we all expect. But mm -hmm. yours is mm, a little bit more intense than that. Yeah. Um, like I spend a good chunk of time watching tech videos on YouTube. Yes. About the new thing coming out mm -hmm. and the Absolutely. features and the comparisons yes. and everything else. So last night when you were explaining to me about broadcasting, first in my mind I was like, this just doesn't seem like a thing. I would ever need to do like I don't really see why I need to broadcast when I could just I don't know call them text them well, DM we, them so the funny thing I'm is, not done right right mm -hmm. so in my mind my non-tech self is like so sometimes I contact you on Facebook mm -hmm. if I happen to be in Facebook and I'm too lazy to go find my phone I'll just text or you on Facebook or my phone's dead that makes sense but there are times I just don't want to look for it because mm -hmm. I'm already on Facebook right um, sometimes I will talk to you on Twitter and DM that's generally to share something with you. I don't right. look for you on Twitter. And then there's Marco Polo. Then there's Polo, which used to be a huge thing for us. We mm -hmm. literally fell in love via Polo. Yes. And we don't use it that much anymore. Because we're the opportunity <laughs> to. <laughs> well, now, 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, the last kinda, time you used it. Okay. So anyway, um, there are other, and then of course there's just regular texting and mm-hmm. emailing and all that stuff. We don't text very much, actually. We don't communicate very much. I will be up here talking to you through DM while you're downstairs. I'll hear you chuckle at the thing that I just said, that I could have just said. Um, but no, you'll send me stuff that you see online, which is different. Unlike, we were recording for the first time here during mm-hmm. the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, the very beginning of everything. And Macy's in the kitchen singing and banging mm-hmm. on things and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking and I'm looking at you. And instead of turning around, <laughs> you picked up your phone because you were about to text her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you don't put that phone down. Were we recording? Yeah. That's probably why. I was probably thinking if I could do something quieter so that I'm not actually, oppor- you know, whatever. I feel like that's something you would have done anyway. It is. It is. So. With uh, exclamation points. So last night you were explaining to me about broadcasting and when it could come in handy. And there are moments when you are in a relationship with someone where. Uh, you realize you're a complete dork. Mm-mm, you just have like this. I don't know how to describe it, but you might just feel an overwhelming sense of I get this person or I understand this person or I'm glad this person has me to talk about this particular topic So looking with. back, I might have been a little too happy about the feature. You a really giddy, weren't. A little you weren't giddy at all. No? No. It was very conversational. Mm. If you were giddy, I would have teased you about it. I would have been like, oh, look at you all excited about blah, blah. No. You weren't. Mm-hmm. You were just telling me, so look, this is how this works. You can use broadcasting. You can do this. You can do that. I just look at you and I just kind of fell in love with you all over again. Why? I know. I don't know. I just felt like, you know how when you have a baby, right? And just, it could be a random time. You just look at the baby and you're just like, oh my God, I love this little baby. They haven't done anything, right. really, except be your baby. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that. I just remember looking at you last night and just being like, this boy. <laughs> this is my person. This is my person. He's going to teach me how to broadcast into a Google Mini. That's 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 your thing. That's why you got that really good blowjob last night. That was the Google Mini blowjob. Yeah, that's what that was. Ew. I don't know what that means, but sure. I thought that was the, you haven't been able to sleep. It, it was really that. It was really weeks. the, we need to get you to sleep. Did it work? I, so that was midnight. I slept till about 530. Yeah. And how much melatonin did you take? Uh, did I take any? I don't think I took any. Oh. Are we? Is, are we? I'm just trying to figure out for myself. Like, blowjobs are free reign? Like, we're going to talk about blowjobs on Good Talk? I don't know how I feel about this. I'm I'm trying to figure out. I like how you never know how you feel about the thing that you started. (laughs) I don't know, because now that I, like today, like now that I am, you know, somebody that I'm close with or close to or was close to or something hit me up today like, oh, I found Good Talk. Yeah, fuck that I guy. listened to every single episode. And I was like, ah. Including the one where I said, fuck that guy. And I'm like, ah, that's great. It's so good. It's really compelling. Y'all really work well together. It's great. It's great. It's great. Um, so anytime anyone says that to me, I automatically think, how many times did I talk about blowjobs in that episode that this person is talking about? <laughs> is it possible that my child heard that episode where I'm talking about blowjobs? Can I actually get through a single episode without talking about sex? Can I be free to really be myself? 
and talk about the things that I want to talk about. Can I talk about giving? Can I be 46 motherfucking years old and do a daily podcast about my life and talk about giving my man a blowjob because he's been having trouble sleeping? Is that fair? I don't have any objections to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our numbers have been really great. So I'm just. <laughs> what do you know? No, I do. You I, understand? Like, I do, but uh, and this again, is a, this is a 180 from so, everything I've ever been online. So the thing for me is I understand, but I don't know the exact feeling because I've never been in that situation. At least not in this context. Right. Um, that context for me was the photo in the story. Where I was like, that oh, right. mm-hmm. that made me feel like, uh, yeah. I don't right. know. But in terms of talking about sex and sexuality, I've never been in a space where that was something that was not taboo. Because it's not taboo. It was something that you had to, it's something you're trying to figure out your, your comfort level with. Right. Um, it's not, I'm trying to figure out other people's comfort level. I know my comfort level, so, which doesn't make sense. I know. Right. So for me, the only reason that was ever a thing was... Um, because it also there's also the ex-wife involved, who's not right. podcasting and writing with me. Right, right. You're sitting across from me. Correct. So it's a whole different dynamic. And if so, I say something, you say, "No, we're not doing that," and that's that. Right. And so, also, I'm more likely to say things that other people might find inappropriate than you are on this show. Yeah. So it's like, Aaliyah, you have control of this. But you're also, not going to start a conversation with, oh, that blowjob you gave me last night was great, Aaliyah. Also realize, though, that you're a kid in candy store right now. I, I don't think this is going to be a permanent thing for you. I yes, think it's it always, is. I think, I'm not a kid in the candy store. I've been doing this shit for a very long time. That's not about the blowjobs. That's about the I, conversation on podcasts about it. I have. I've been doing versions of what I'm doing right now so since So what's 2000. the difference between now and all the other things? Um... This looks like it's going to have staying power. Mm. That other projects kind of come and go, and the technological advances. I'm glad you are have faith in our project, by the way. Yeah, for sure. You and I together, soul uh, alone. I don't know. Mm. I'm not betting on either of us, quite frankly. Well, I'm definitely not doing a solo podcast on the blowjobs I've received. I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's a, all the mouths I've loved before. That'll be a dry um, ass. Together, we're kind of unstoppable. If we can maintain, if we can not kill each other somehow, if we can not be- beef out with each other, um, I think we can do whatever we want. I think we can also walk away from this at any time and be like, you know what? This shit ain't working. Done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that happening, but we could. So um, I'm the one that's more likely to be. I mean, I told you this goes all the way back to um, my frame of mind. You said, what's the difference between now and other times? Mm-hmm. My frame of mind has been different. You know, non-sober Aaliyah doing streams and podcasts and all that stuff is different. I'm baseline. Right. So baseline Aaliyah, it turns out, is really similar to not baseline Aaliyah. I feel like that's your record name, by the way. That's my name in therapy. Mm-hmm. We call her baseline Aaliyah. Um, so, you know, we'll check in on baseline Aaliyah. And I'm still trying to. One thing I have to remind myself and you is that I'm only four years in, only. And it sounds like a lot of time, but it's not. So, like, for the first year and a half of therapy, it was like, oh, this is my first holiday season as baseline. This is my first summer as baseline. This is, I'm still kind of doing that. Well, I mean, I'm just signing my first book deal in baseline. (gasps) Oh, God. 
Well, I even go back to um, before. Oh, I'm sorry. Nope, I'm okay. So things like my book deal. That's like the first. That's the mm. first book I've gotten a contract for in Baseline Land. So I go back to in terms of personally experiencing some sort of this with you. Yep. Not that I'm not experiencing all this with you. Mm-hmm. Um, before the winter hit, we talked about the clocks turning back and winter solstice and seasonal effective. Yep. And you telling me, essentially bracing me like, hey, this could be a shit show. Yep. And it was not. It was not. It wasn't any um, kind of show. It wasn't anything. It was just, yep. you didn't even realize. Mm-mm. I think it was like the, so it's the 20, December 21st is Winter Solstice. I think it was like the 23rd. No, this was going back. This is like uh, Daylight Savings Time, which is in October or November. Right, right. No, it wasn't right, the solstice. solstice. It, it was, was Daylight, daylight Savings, savings time. Right. And I don't think, well, yeah, so you would have realized that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was. But I'm, it was still totally fine. Yeah. Um, and I don't, of course, well, we won't know what it would have been if I wasn't around. Mm-hmm. I like to think that I assisted with that a little bit. You did, of course. But, yeah, I was I was ready to batten down the hatches. It was mm-hmm. literally like winter's coming. And it hasn't been a shit show in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not used to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm still kind of freaking out. Right. I think this year I won't freak out. I think five years in a row of not having a shit show should be enough for me to not feel it. But it might not. I think there's always going to be a little something. Like, I don't think you can spend the majority of your adult life going through certain things. And even if it's like, it's been 25 years of me dealing with this, it's always going to be there. Right. Um, It's just to what degree it is. And, like, you don't forget. I just hope that at some point I can... Enjoy life on life's terms. And you don't think you're doing that now? Yes, but like when I stop our entire podcast to be like, what can I talk about blowjobs or not? That's not enjoying life on life's terms. Mm. That's judging myself based on what other people. I don't mind. I don't have a problem with that. Right. Literally, the only person I might feel a slight tinge of is my 12 year old. Obviously, you don't want your 12 year old to hear about you. She's 13. Oh my God, she's 13. My thirteen-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to. Not much here that I want her to listen to. Um, she's also thirteen. She's right. not seven. Um, but that's the only person who gets even a tiny. Who should get a twinge? Right. Anyone else? Why am I even considering what folks would think? I'm forty-six. I know I say this all the time. So here's a, here's the thing though, and I think as much as we say that, it kind of works in reverse. We end up. We think about the kids, but that ends up not being the driving force. Right. Because we know what our kids think about us. Right. It always comes down to what will so-and-so think about me. Right. And that's a grown, that's in dealing with grown folks and family. That's not worrying about the kids. Right. Um, I mean, granted, uh, mine is seven. He doesn't know what a podcast is. Mm-hmm. He just knows that daddy sits in front of a microphone. And I bet he doesn't know what a podcast is. Yes. He, I've, I've, he he I've, didn't I've, tell you something. He understands that it's like radio. Computer, yeah. Right. So he won't hear this for a few years. We'll be in a nursing home by the time he hears this. There's a world where he's 11 and finds yeah, out I have I a, and he goes back. Of course. And we've, That's fine. And we've got 2,000 episodes That's under fine. our belt. <laughs> Go have a ball. Um, so, no, I don't always live life on life's terms. I still get myself caught up in what other people think of me um, and second guessing, am I really baseline? You mm-hmm. know, or 
is something else going on here. Well, that's the problem. That, well, not problem. We but talked that's the about thing that too. before too. That's the thing too. Um, it's not just you dealing with other people. You're second guessing yourself Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, for sure. Um, it's both. So, I feel bad, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it it made me laugh just very briefly. Okay. You discussed how clothing could sometimes be a sign of yes. And then you pull out those Converse. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I hate you so much. So wait, you can't say that without explaining that um, if you're bipolar too, sometimes the way you dress can signal hypomania. Right, and I learned this on the show actually. You were saying mm-hmm. like loud colors. Wild colors. Wild patterns, bright colors, patterns. Right. Weird, whatever. And then I have half camouflage, and then you have half, half strawberry. camo and half strawberry. What do you do with that? Um, File it away. You bring it up. Well, I guess you did, but it's a different context. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing it up as like this is. As um, a, as what do you do with that? I look at the entirety of, right, of everything that's going on with us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all you can do. Yeah. is look at the entirety. And they're not they're not unattractive. Not that this matters, but they're not unattractive sneakers. They're, well, they wouldn't be. Why? Because you made them. No, I'm just saying in general. Even if I was hypomanic, right, right, right. that wouldn't be a part of it. Oh no! Not, forget forget unattractive. They're not so far out the realm of something that would be in your closet. Correct. They're unusual in and of themselves. Correct. But your whole life is camouflage. Correct. And then the strawberries is like, oh, let me just counter off. Right. So there's that part. Correct. Um, I think in a world where I don't know you as well as I do and know with the information that I've given to like what the signs are, I might say, uh, mm-hmm. but I remember at one point you had four pair of the exact same camouflage pants yep. that I didn't know you were rotating around like you were su- like a Superman <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> and you would be like, why are you always wearing Cause that's, pants? that's, that's the most dude thing in the world. To These pants fit. I'm gonna buy five. That's what I do them. every time. That's the most, camouflage. That's how the dude would have bought five different colors. You bought oh, the exact yeah, same ones. I bought the same ones. Yeah. That's, I do that all the time. If you get them and they fit, just go ahead and buy them all. So I need to go back to Target. It's just, I'm so it, I really don't like the fact that the jeans that I find most comfortable yeah. and fit me the best come from Target. Why don't you like that? Because they last a week. Which ones? These. Those are from Target. Yeah. They have lasted quite a longer than a week, sir. Because of a global pandemic, we haven't gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought those were from Stitch. No, these are Target. Those look jeans. cute on you. You know, Target's trying to get cute now too. They got like fifty and sixty dollar jeans. I know. Like. I saw. You're still Target, That's sir. That's Maisie's favorite place. Sir, you're still Target. All her favorite let's, let's lines come from Target. Wait, so like the sneaker thing, I just want to say one more thing. Um, it is the type of thing that you have to just look mm-hmm. through the entirety. Right. And it may tilt one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also a realm where you're now rediscovering your love of sneakers. You've been designing stuff course. left and right, whatever, Absolutely. anyway. Absolutely. So now if I have the camo strawberry and I decide I want a full strawberry camo outfit right. to go with it, it's really about... Is this outside the normal whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. Um, sh- <clears throat> Sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. Did you just have what a tantrum? Because <laughs> I was about to say something about the sneakers and now I can't remember. But can you imagine being in a relationship with me for 10, 15 years and you always, how exhausting that would be to always have to think of stuff like that? So that what, every time I come downstairs to go out, you got to look and see, like, what is she wearing? Mm-hmm. Is that going to tell me something that I don't know? How many words did she write today? Is that when, you know, you have I came the luxury of the perfect time. of 
being with me when I need to work on myself. Right. Where I'm going to raise my hand and be like, I think something's happening here. Right. And not hide it from you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting to have a partner who has any sort of affliction, but I can only speak for bipolar too. That's just exhausting, yo. It's exhausting. Yeah, I realize that I'm I'm coming in on the gravy years. You are. You really are. And I think that's part of why I feel self-conscious about this podcast sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because I have the luxury of talking freely about bi- being bipolar too. And I have the luxury of talking about um, being in recovery. Mm-hmm. And the people who had to handle that and deal with it in ways that affected them very negatively don't have this luxury. They don't even have the luxury of knowing me in this space. They don't have the luxury of being with me in this space. Yeah, I, guess that's, I feel like that's where, looking at my marriage, I don't, den- I don't deny why I'm not married on my end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never that simple. Of course not. But I know I there's baggage and there's stuff that of we course. come with, we come in with. But ultimately, like I tell people I have in writing classes, I have my own stories to tell. Right. I'm going to always try to be as cognizant as mm-hmm. I can of not telling other people's stories that mm-hmm. don't belong to me. But I got my own stories to tell. When I wrote um, the story about the pandemic and coal and everything else, I was very careful about how much and how I framed his mother. Mm-hmm. Because... There's a there's a bitter dude way of doing it where, you know, I could have thrown her under the bus with stuff that's real, not real, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessary, and it's right. not, and that wasn't, and that part of it isn't my story. Right. That's just and then me. That, you know, you're centering yourself in that piece. Right. You're supposed to be. Right. Um, but I definitely left some collateral damage behind in my life when I wasn't taking very good care of myself, mm-hmm. and I could imagine that some of the folks who had to deal with that, this Feel podcast away. is not for them. It's just not. It's for me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of tricky. Except. Except. You cannot listen. Like I wouldn't. If, if I'm. Not listen? If I'm. If I know the Aaliyah that you're talking about. Yeah. I'm not subjecting myself to this Oh, show. absolutely. I get it. I I'm, not, I'm not saying don't listen in terms of like being spiteful. I would not do it. If my ex-wife started a podcast where she talked about her version of our marriage. You're not listening? I'm not doing that. Not Is ever? That, not just once out of curiosity? No. Let my ex have a podcast and I know he's talking about me. Mm-mm. I'm calling in. Hi, it's Aaliyah S. King. There was too much work for me to climb out of. No, I, I actually probably wouldn't. Yeah. I, there was too much work involved in me climbing out of kind of what you're talking about now in terms of how she feels about me, how she feels about a marriage. So I slide back into that just a, for some sort of morbid curiosity. Right. Um, yeah, I, if, if, if I'm one of the folks affected by watching you and helping you deal with bipolar 2 for the 10 years, 15 years, I'm not coming back in to, to listen to this. Because even if you're completely baseline and everything else is chill and all that stuff, I don't know. There's a part of it that feels like I did all this work and I didn't get the reward. Right. And which I do think that those people don't feel that way. I but, do think those people are like, but there's an avenue to feel that way. It's more what I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. I do think that the people who care about me and most of the people who've been there for me are just, just want to see me be okay. Right. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's my own version in my head 
um, that I want to prove to people that I'm okay. I guess, but you know, I think I do push back a little, especially when it comes to relationships like marriages where, because we talked about the idea of the glow up. Yeah. And nobody wants to see the glow up after the thing is over, especially if they're the ones who opted out. It's one thing when you're like, hey, this is a work and blah, blah, blah. You get your shit together and life is better. Right. It's another one It's like, I don't see you getting to this point. And this point I have to do more. And then now you're there. Right. Um, so, so yeah. For me, so all that all that's said, I, I don't think I'm listening to the show if I'm in that space on either end. It's, this isn't the show for me. Right. I'd rather listen to writing practice or stale popcorn or something else. So like I said to you before... I think the majority of the people who are going to listen mm-hmm. to this podcast are lurkers. Mm-hmm. And if you think that the people who are listening to your content are just there to be nosy, mm-hmm. it's going to make you feel kind of icky. And I, I do like, believe that. So I believe that there are people who listen to this podcast mm-hmm. simply to get information to other people. So I think. So please tell other people that. You're right. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. To some degree, and that I enjoy blowjobs. <laughs> I think to some degree, everybody who listens or consumes any media, are, we're essentially lurking anyway. That's true. Um, but but also, this is in a different but also, way. But there's also, even if even if I have somebody listening, so I can hear what, there is a certain point where it's a self-afflicted wound. So, hey, if it's just, hey, I want to know Leah's okay. That's fine. I think that's even healthy. Like, hey, I watched this whole thing for my own peace of mind. I want that to know ain't what I'm okay. talking about. But wait right. a second. But but going beyond that to where like I want to pick and like, oh, she's talking all this shit, blah 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 blah. That's a self inflicted wound. At some point, at some point, I can't worry about you inflicting wounds on yourself. I know. I know. And again, I understand I'm saying stuff that we all know in our heads and our hearts to do something totally different. We were talking about laying out our clothes for the first day of school. Mm-hmm. Um. And that came because I was talking about laying out my caftan for today and how excited I was. Which is funny. I didn't even see it come out. What do you mean? Out of the bag? Yeah. Yeah, I got it this morning. I took it out. I put it in the dryer for a hot second just to freshen it up a little bit. And to and, kill the coronas. And, the, and kill the corona. And it looks exactly the same. So I come up to you and I'm like, look, my caftan. And I said, it's the same one. But I meant... It's the same one, just a different color. Right. But you didn't even know that it was, couldn't tell. Well, A. They're, they're really similar. You have to you have to take some things into mind. Okay. It's a, a global pandemic. No, no. One, your boyfriend's blind. Yeah, I know. Two. Can we talk about that? Two, you're walking up with the light behind you. So I'm not really seeing color. Like, you're not, it's not walking into the light. You're walking with light behind mm-hmm, you. So it mm-hmm. throws that off as well. Um, we could definitely tell my eyes. You want to tell my, my new friend who's floating in my eye, my, my sidekick? Still, your floaters are still there? It's just one. The floater is still there? Yeah. Oh, you're lucky it's only one. Sometimes it'll be two or three. No, no I, I got one. I haven't named him yet, but he's going to get it. I have another captain coming. There, that was the end of that. <laughs> that was the end of the captain segment. It's Just tell me it's a different style. It's not the same one. And it, it is. And same one in another color. No. It's yeah, a different no, one. No, it's a whole different one. Okay, good. And it's an actual captain. From the seventies, like it's vintage. Oh, huh. so it was definitely not fifteen dollars from Amazon. Um, I'm just checking all this stuff off. So when when, when I can shop turn. again, mm-hmm. so I wrote a story about my love, my new love for caftans, Fizora. It's not up yet, but it will be. 
And ever you don't since want I, to drop it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ever since I wrote the story, I've been trying to find the actual caftan that my mom wore. Not literally, but right. the fabric. So it's Which, very... funny enough, is what I thought when you first said I found my mom's right, caftan. Right, right, right. I wouldn't be surprised if my mom had a caftan. Which I think would be kind of sweet. Yeah, very. Um, although my mom is like 5'11". I was going to so say, I like, I, yeah, it would be was, yeah. a wedding gown. So <laughs> I... You want to um, wear a caftan to the wedding? I do. I want to wear a caftan. A wedding caftan? A wedding caftan. And I think that would be so wedding dope. wrong. Wait. We can't talk about wedding outfits because we're throwing people off because we're skipping steps, Shane. We don't talk about wedding caftans on this show. Anywho, um, if you want, you want, you want a topic? Is that what you want? You want to talk? You what you want? You want to talk about floaters or you want to talk about wedding caftans? Which one? Uh, floaters. <laughs> Let's go floaters. Anyway, uh, I found the one, the exact fabric and pattern mm-hmm. that my mom used to rock in 77. So wait, so is this a remake of an old design or you've actually found like the one from 1977? The one, the one. It's the one that was made in 1977. So now I'm assuming this is, had a previous owner. Yes, many. How do you feel about that? Does that freak you out at all? Or? No, not really. I have vintage, vintage pieces here and there. The only vintage thing I don't buy are shoes, which can obviously be cleaned and whatever. But mm. I just, ugh, I don't like, but I don't like shoes. Because I remember we were in Brooklyn and we ducked into a vintage store, and you were a little like, eh. mm, yeah. But, but for something like this, mm-hmm. I'm okay. But like jeans, where your crotch was all, mm-mm, nope. And Ew. the <laughs> the older you get, the more I'm she okay said with crotch. it. Like, don't give me no '90s stuff. Right. Keep them '90s coochie germs. '70s, okay, fine. It was made well. It still holds up together. Mm. It's a caftan, for God's sake. It's just a piece of fabric with a hole in it for your head. That's all there is. But, like, something shapely or, like, joints and sweaters and turtlenecks, like, ugh, no. Um, but I'm excited. It was not $15. You keep stressing this it's part. It's from an Etsy shop. And the woman, you know, she travels and she goes into vintage stores and Out of curiosity, and... not judgment. Mm-hmm. Can we? Can you tell me how much? No. Not on, No. I'll tell you when we get off, but okay. not here. Um, was it more than your custom Air Forces? In the same family. Okay. Yeah, in that same family. More, yes, but <laughs> in that in that vicinity, let's say. So floaters. So wait, wait, wait. So, um, floaters. So I think I told you before, there was a period in my life where I gauged large purchases by the number of PlayStations. Yes. So I would say, well, that's that's three PlayStations. That's it ridiculous. so weird to me, but okay. How many Air Forces? <laughs> Um, this is three. Three Air Forces. Yes, three actual shoes, not three pair. Oh, okay. So yeah, Yeah. two pair. Okay. Okay. I can't buy three pair of Air Forces unauthorized from you. Oh my! I would never buy anything more than a pair of Air Forces without checking in with you. Okay. Good to know. You don't know that already. I'm glad I know because now I won't do it. <laughs> there won't be a, I mean, a hand truck of sneakers. You coming know, in. there are certain things, but yeah, for the most part, if it's and for the most part, it's not even gonna be that. I've been really good about not shopping. Mm-hmm. We've been really good. We had some times where we would do things, but I'm yeah. like, I want some food, and I'm good. So we had a. I realized too. We had a, as we were getting the company set up. Um, the bank account. Yeah. Wait, why are you talking about our bank account? I'm not talking about our bank. here. What's, what, what is this? No. What happened? What I missed? I'm not talking about dollars and cents. I'm not talking okay. about what's in the account. All right. What? 
you saw the balance. Yeah. And it oh, was there. Oh, oh, right. And, and I you never, never saw did. it. Right. So, we had to change that. So I think what happened in terms of the shopping, because it was there looking at you. Yeah. It was like, let me get the things. On the flip side for me, I I think there were points where I bought things because the money felt imaginary because I don't see it. It's just right. like, okay. It's there. Right. Right. So... Now that we're both looking at it and the accountability is there. Accountability is there. Like if you wanted to know how much this costs, I you could see. Right. Yeah. It's but that's there. A, I got it from a, an account that you have access to. You mm-hmm. can see it, and that'll be that. Right. Um, but although there is, like, I don't know how we're going to sort out. This is the part we don't want to do. <laughs> we're not talking IRS <laughs> stuff on the show. But wait, do you know? I think this is fair. No. <laughs> No, I'm good. Floaters? <laughs> Should we move over to floaters? <laughs> or blindness? Or was that both? Um, it was the same floaters thing. and blindness. Floaters just... But do you him. know? Like, I'm always curious to know. This is one more thing about the money thing. Because um, I've spent less in the past couple months than I have, like, for a long time. Like, I normally mm-hmm. just Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. You right. know. You've seen the Amazons. Mm-hmm. And partially global pandemic and partially just wanting to be careful. Right. Um, it's been different. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't shop, but it's definitely less. Right. Um, I bought a purse at the start of the pandemic and I made it clear to myself, like, this is your global pandemic purse mm-hmm. that you may never actually wear outside, but you right. can look at it and like it. Um, Although the other thing that's interesting, too, the things that. I'm not going to forget the things that were you in terms of purchases. When you tell me the actual number. Yeah, it's always. It's always a far lower than I think it's going to be. Absolutely. But that's a new thing. That's, like that's like in my mind, I'm waiting to hear. I was some definitely once upon number. a time. Once upon a time, I was definitely like a this bag costs six PlayStations, <laughs> and you would just have to crawl under the floor and be find, sad. Find the return box and, to send right, it back and just die. Oh, I I I'm good at that. And there was a time where I knew you throw away the box immediately, so mm. it can't be returned. Because most like high end stuff, you need to return it in the original packaging. So that they can resell it. Right. Box cutter. <laughs> no box. Sorry. But anyway, how do you, like, we both have our own money and there's money that we have together. How are you supposed to, are you supposed to always say, hey, I got to spend $5 on some playing cards? Um, Is there supposed to be an actual system in place for that? I think. That's actually a great question because I've been trying to figure that out a little bit myself. And not so much my expectation of you. But of yourself? Of myself. Yeah. Um, I think offline we should probably have a conversation about that. Yeah. Because I want you to know. I already know. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not, it's not a thing on your side of like, I feel like I have to. really important mm-hmm. that you might have to buy. Right. That you don't necessarily need to play run by me. You might just have to go get it. Right. So... Well, that we actually had that conversation before about just gifts in general. How how does what is the dynamic of gift giving when, right. when you make the money together? Right. Correct. What is the dynamic? Because there's there's a world where I say, well, you just bought me right. shit with my own money. Right. Yay. Is that it? It's not. I mean, that's a very pessimistic, sarcastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there's also the thought of the thing. Of course. That, Absolutely. All that comes into play. Of course. Um. But it's the it's the. I mean, thing. I've done both. 
um i've been in relationships where i swirl away a little bit a little bit a little bit so it feels so it's not like right oh i saw that yeah. i knew that was whatever right or just you know what it is this is a great thing or, playstation or it's, or, PlayStation. Right. Or, it's the, or it's a gig that didn't hit the account for whatever reason right exactly and then you do whatever you gotta do right um floaters mm-hmm. you I have some i have one you have one yes that made his presence known yesterday yeah um it's caused by anxiety i hope you're right i know i'm right <laughs> so i woke up this morning and i for a moment i thought it wasn't as bad then i put on my contacts i was like oh no you just couldn't see, see it yeah. <laughs> right which is weird because in. it's in my eyes like oh, the, the floater is inside of my eyes so right. I did that, but so. you still need your contacts on to see the floater right that's depressing um, well, what I realized is I needed to be able to see clearly beyond the floater to okay. contrast so the floater the being floater there. The floater there. Got it. Um, it's not as annoying as I thought something like this would be, um, except for the moments where I think there's a bug yeah. on me. Yeah. And even that's only happened like, I think once or twice. But yeah, um, my eyes are a thing. Um, I'm written, but that's the other part too. If I didn't have the issues with my eyes that I have, saying it's anxiety would either be like, okay, I'll get past this, or I'm really worried about this, or whatever else. Right. Anything that happens in my eyes essentially could just be the thing with my eyes going forward. So it always ends up being a. Tell me a little bit about your eyesight. You, just, I know you told me that it was poor from like birth. I I started wearing glasses in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember uh, I would go to the eyeglass doctor with my, not the eyeglass doctor, the eyeglass place with my father. And I always had to get the union glasses. Union? Oh, of course. And I knew there were union glasses because they were always on the bottom shelf of the display. Oh, yeah. So I had to like lay on the floor and like pick out which <laughs> ones I wanted. And they were always really big and mm-hmm. tortoiseshell. And I looked mm-hmm. like I was like the black orphan in Dynasty. Okay. Because uh, I get that reference. You remember Dynasty? Of course. Black Orphan? Yeah. There's no Black Orphan in Dynasty. I'm saying I would have been because oh, I had the giant the black or- Okay, gotcha. Play, gotcha. Whatever frames. Um, and the lenses were always super thick. So question, do you remember being like, you know those awesome videos that they show of putting little goggle glasses on babies mm-hmm. and they blink like, my mom. Right. Do you remember putting on glasses and being like, oh shit. I don't. I can see. I don't. Um, do you remember squinting or not being able to see? Again, this is from kindergarten, right. so it's like forty years later or right. whatever it is. Like I, I don't remember now. Not forty years later. Well, you're not forty two. Yes, Maybe about um, thirty five years later. Thirty seven, whatever it is. Um, my mother takes some of the blame hmm. for my right. eyesight. So, and I, I, I don't know that she actually deserves it. She just assume some of it mm-hmm. um there was a point where i had an eye exam either at school or wherever else and they said that i had whatever condition whatever else blah blah blah. you need to have him write x's on a piece of paper to force his eye to focus okay wait and when was this kindergarten mm, first okay. grade whatever it was. and my mother just like never did it uh that i don't was not again i've never even heard i've never heard this since then this ever being a diagnosis or a way to treat anything Mm-mm. but my mother's always had on her hair like if i had a, you do the x's and blah, blah blah your eyes might be a little bit better but the conditions of my eyes have nothing seriously. to do with that 
What do you mean? Like, what the what? My the condition I have with my eyes has oh, nothing okay. to do with that. So, what is the condition you have with your eyes? Um, I have what's called um, cornisculosum, mm-hmm. and basically what that means is my cornea <clears throat> is thinning. Mm-hmm. And as the cornea thins, the eye protrudes and pushes forward. Mm-hmm. So, and the cornea is a thin layer over our pupil iris situation, right? So Not over the whole eye. It's the it's the protective lens over the front of the eye, basically. Right. Mine was degenerating and becoming thinner and thinner. So. Starting at what? Uh, when do I get this diagnosis? I get this diagnosis probably about five years ago. But I'm so. Sh- wait, let's go back. You get glasses in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. You can see. And that's it. Everything's fine. You're just a person who can't see very well and you wear glasses. Right. And then at some point, I guess you get contacts. Right. Around what age? That was my... The summer before my junior year of high school. The glow up. The glow up year. Yes. Mm-hmm. I grew Shane a few had inches. Quite the glow up, y'all. I grew a few quite. inches. Got the contacts. Body like boop, 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 I think I was... Out of braces by then, all the things. All the things. Mm-hmm. So, how bad was your sight back then? Like, are you, can you be like, oh, I forgot to put on my contacts and get through the day? No. There's, I don't know a world where I don't have to grab my glasses or contacts or something. I don't, okay. I don't know that world. But it doesn't have, there's nothing super terrible happening with your eyes. You're just regular, I can't see. Um, no, it's more than regular, I can't see. Um, you see me with the phone without my contacts in. No, no, no. Oh, so that's not just because of the last five years. That would have been you back then. Uh, to some degree, yeah. Okay. Um, I've always had some issues. So when Shane is looking at his phone after contacts have come out for the evening, the phone is on my eye. Literally. Yeah. Well, not literally, but it's, it's, it's on about, your nose. It's about for sure. It's about three inches from my eye. Correct. And it's always. To the left, to the right eye, because the left eye doesn't it's just is blown. Right. Um, I remember getting the first time I had my the lenses of my glasses thinned, mm. and that being a huge treat. Mm. Um, because I always had to get. The, so there's there's the there's a point in the '90s where frames are really small. You got like the, you show me your passport. You have like the really smaller yeah. kind mm-hmm. of frames. Those are great for me because the small, even now, the smaller the lens, the smaller the frame, the thinner the lens can be. Mm-hmm. The lens gets thicker as you go out. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, everybody's wearing these big glasses. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, if you're really fly with the Cassells and everything mm-hmm. else. For me to do that, it was essentially taking, like, buy a glass ashtray, yeah. shove it into, shove a, frame, it into a frame, and that's my prescription. Oh, God. Um, so the average person that I know of who wears contacts, who's nearsighted, um, the prescriptions come like plus or minus uh, whatever number. Yeah. Most folks I know, minus one and a half, minus three. Mm-hmm. I'm minus 11. Are you kidding me? That's even a thing? Yeah. Shit. I'm a negative 11. So. Now I have to look at my prescription because <laughs> I'm just curious. Go ahead. So I'm also, uh, I'm 39 years old getting cataract surgery Sheesh. i'm sitting in for cataract surgery What's, what are cataracts <clears throat> cataract is a uh so there's a lens that's inside the eye that focuses light 
<clears throat> when that lens gets calcified or cloudy or whatever else, you develop what's called a cataract. So basically the, the lens itself hardens and gets, it's almost like a frosting mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. So they, the surgery, they, they go in, they take that lens out and put in a synthetic lens. So basically I have a, a very, very, very small contact lens inside my eye. Inside your eye. On top of everything else. So, so the cataract thing was just completely separate. Your eyes were just basically revolting against all things that could be normal. So I don't know. It's separate from the cornus callosum, but my general feeling is that my eyes are just not made for human use function. Yeah. There's a there. So this is where I laugh because I'm talking about your knee. Yeah. At some point, you're going. To, I feel like you're going to be my eyes, and that scares the hell out of me. Not because of you, but just in general. Yeah. Do you really think that? Um, I've been preparing myself for that day. Um, it's possible that it won't happen. I just may get progressively worse. I may be like Red Fox and Harlem Nights with the thickest glasses you've mm-hmm. ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a world where I just don't see anymore. Right. Um, but you do have plans. You have health insurance. Mm-hmm. Good, decent plan. You have plans to get a new corneal transplant. Yes. So I have, I realized, I thought I just needed one, but then I remembered, no, there's another one coming. So I have, I have at least one, maybe two more surgeries. And I know you're really concerned about being out of pocket, not being out of pocket, being out of, just being out. I think out of pocket is a fair way to put it. Um, I always think out of pocket is don't be out of pocket, meaning like don't get out of place. True, true. Um, Um, This is more just... Out of commission, yeah. is the word I was thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the bench for sure. Um, so when you get surgery on one eye, there's swelling, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's also sympathetic swelling where the other eye of won't course. open because of the swelling Just of the other one. Just because of the other one. So, um, is that what, what that's called, sympathetic swelling? Mm-hmm. Well, it's sympathetic. Everything Whatever. with the eyes is sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a week where I'm... At most a week, anywhere from four to seven days where I, I don't see anything. And every time you say that, I always think, well, that's not so bad. And then you're like, close your eyes. Right. And I'm like, fuck. I, there, so you've never probably never noticed this, but. If it's anything related to your vision, I have. Every now and then when we're walking down the hallway, I close my eyes. Okay, no, I never. And see how far I can walk with my eyes closed before I get uncomfortable or mm-hmm. panic mm-hmm. just for just to see. Yeah. So no, I actually haven't noticed that, but I do know that when we first started dating, not when we first started dating, but when we first started taking the light rail to the office, mm-hmm. we'd walk to, you know, back when we were kids <laughs> walking all around town, mm-hmm. we would walk out to Bluefoot Ave mm-hmm. and then, you know what I'm going to say? And then walk oh, to the light mm-hmm. rail. Right. And I was kind of concerned because you seem to be very adamant about not needing help. And there came a moment when I was like, oh, shit. Like, he really does sometimes need help. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if I'm walking on the inside of us and we get to a corner and we're going to make a left, you don't know. You don't know that we're making the left. And I started getting into the habit of walking around you so that you could just follow me mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't have to be like, oh, we're going to turn here. We're going to turn there. And even after we come to the same intersection several times, you still wouldn't see 
that we were about to make the left. That's not so. That's not see. That's not vision. That's absent-mindedness. No, that's a different thing. Mm-mm. There were several times where your vision, where I would have to not be your vision, but show you what you weren't seeing, and even with cars. So the, the car thing is what I thought you were going to bring up. That's not, who? not the direction. Direction and cars. Um, sometimes you wouldn't be able to see that the thing in front of us has a button to push so that we can cross the street. Well, that's also because I don't both, believe that the button works. I think the button's bullshit. Well, still, that's both absent-mindedness and not seeing it and not wanting to use it. Sure. But there have definitely been times where I felt like, I, and I brought it up to you. I was like, hey, sometimes a nigga can't see. And I'm just trying to hold my hand up and be like, we need to go this way. So, or I need you to go that way. So I think the thing that becomes difficult is learning when that's in play and when it's not yes and i think any i'm not going to call myself disabled because i'm very fortunate in terms of my body even my eyesight you wouldn't say you were disabled no okay uh, i think i'm very fortunate even in terms of my eyesight what i've been able to what i'm able to see despite all the things mm-hmm. because i remember when i actually remember when remember when i almost got hit by a car yeah. Because I was actually blind mm-hmm. and trying to get a bagel mm-hmm. on Bloomfield Avenue. Because mm-hmm. that makes sense. And for those of you who don't live in New Jersey, don't know Bloomfield Avenue, pick the busiest main street in your town mm-hmm. where it's four lanes of traffic, cars whizzing, and that's Bloomfield Avenue. Yep. Um, I'm trying to walk to the bagel place and I hear screech because I'm also jaywalking because mm-hmm. I'm just a Get genius. out of my way. Did um, you have a walking stick? That might have helped. Right. <laughs> at least get some compassion. Um, it's figuring out, because at times I can and can't see to whatever degree, are pretty specific to certain conditions. And not knowing that, the times that you say, well, hey, were you trying to help because you believe it's the vision? There is that reaction of like, no, I'm fine, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when I can't see. No, you don't. I know when I can't see. <laughs> not always. You don't. You're not always in a position of knowing what you're not seeing. If you're standing someplace mm-hmm. and you're waiting for the light to turn, mm-hmm. and it's taking an orderly amount of time to turn, mm-hmm. you might not be able to see that it's not changing. No, I can. Not always. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So I can't think so, of specific instances, so especially this, since we've been in the house for a million years. But, this work, but there are times where I feel like I need to show you something that you can't see. Yes, but I think the instance that you're doing isn't the right. So there are times where I didn't see the car coming. I give you that one. Mm-hmm. The not seeing the street light. I saw the button. I saw the street light. I don't think, I think the button's a bullshit. I think <laughs> it's just put there to give you something to play with until the light changes. It's not true, but okay. Even with the way they do things now on Bloomfield Avenue, we had this situation on Bloomfield Avenue as well with these uh, over, you know, press this button and the overhead light stops and the car is supposed to stop. Mm -hmm. It's so weird because people don't really see it when they're driving and we don't really trust that they're going to stop because it's not a light. Those have been sort of the suggestions. It'd be nice if you slowed down. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But anyway, the last time that I actually. Oh, you want to see my prescription? I mean, mm. hear it? Yeah. What's SPH? 
Do you know? That's the sphere. Sort of. And CYL? Cylinder? I mean, I don't know. So. Axis and add? So what happens is there's the fit of the mm. contact lens. Mm-hmm. So for me, one eye is 8.8. The other mm. one's 8.4. Okay. Just in terms of the size of the lens. Got it. And the, and, the, and the curvature of it. Okay. And then you have the actual prescription, whether it be plus or minus, whatever. So for me, my left is plus 1.25. Mm-hmm. And my right is plus 1.25. Right. I'm negative 11 on both. I'm negative 11 on both because there's just that much more. Going past negative 11, I either have to get a hard contact lens, which is painful and annoying, or I'm spending a ridiculous amount of money for, and not even for daily, it's just for like, here's one, don't fuck it up. Right. So I just never had to, just never went that far. Mine is plus 1.25, and I can't even drive in the dark. My eyes are 11 times worse than yours. I don't know. I don't think the math works out quite that easily, but yeah. I worry. (laughs) Well, this is is also why. Like when you're driving, even I worry, especially at night. So depending on what's happening, weather-wise or anything else, night sometimes is better for me than daytime. Just like your dark mode and all your electronics. Right. Because um, especially with my left eye, because it's got a white haze over it white light is amplified right that's why i wear like i always have the emergency sunglasses or everything else because daytime can be harder for me sometimes than nighttime there are points where if it's because new jersey roads and new jersey roads where like there's a, a street light every quarter mile that's not awesome mm-hmm. but i don't know if that's awesome for anybody so your eyesight actually has helped our relationship even though that sounds terrible but i don't know if i become as comfortable with you as i do if you can actually see oh we're doing this i mean it's true um it's not anything i feel weird no no, yeah, no um so you don't like to be seen in the nude no i don't even like the word nude say naked naked it's better naked naked naked's even better um, no i i've always been really insecure about my mm. body and i've always had an issue with that and uh yeah and you spent a lot of time apologizing to me about that and it's like correct i'm always like this why like well we have mm. i mean you know it could be annoying like i'm grown grown and i'm like turn around <laughs> it's a little uh i don't know i feel like it could be it can be if it were me i'm not sure how i would feel about it about someone being that insecure. In a world where I'm not having more sex than I've had in my entire life. Well, you know. Maybe it's annoying. There's that. But I think I told you before, like, if that's the trade-off. Right. All the sex in the world. But, but sometimes I need you to turn Sometimes right. I need not you to turn around. Not sometimes. All the time. Um, except now. And it's, and it's really, at this point, it's only in a... It happens more in non-sexual context. Right. In a sexual context, you're fine. I'm fine. Which is amazing. If it's you changing your clothes. Then it's turn around. Right. Which doesn't make any sense, but whatever. But it doesn't need to. It doesn't need to. It doesn't need to. All feelings are valid. Um, but yeah, I remember realizing like, whoa, he can't see me. This is great. And I would like peek up like, what about this? Right. I'm <laughs> can like, you see my boob? And you're like, I mean, I remember one time you were like, I can see that there's something there. Right. Like I, know, I don't know what you right. want me to do. I know what nipples look like. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm looking like. But no, I can't see this clearly. Like I'm not looking at you in a pixelated <laughs> like. <laughs> so, but honestly, it kind of felt like this is I don't know. 
it's weird to be like, this is what I needed. But it did help me mm. to be like, all right, maybe I can't. There's really no good reason to trip. He can't even see you clearly. Can see you, but not clearly. So there's a world where I get all the surgeries. Yeah. I'm now 2020. This world don't, is, this don't world, even. This world doesn't actually don't exist. Even. I'll kill you. I will. I will climb over this <laughs> I'm tw- ottoman. I'm 2020. Mm-hmm. See, does that mean at the, in that world? Do you regress back to where you were when we started? It depends. Are, are you suddenly really insecure about it all could the things be, again? It depends on what you say. That would all be on you. What would I say? Like you might Ill? without realizing. No, of course not. But you could just be like, "Wow, I never noticed you have a freckle right here," and I could be like, "Oh my god!" Mm. So you just have to be really careful. With I guess that. it's kind of like um, when HD TVs came out and all the newscasters oh, were suddenly freaking like, out. Oh no! Yeah, it would be that. I would be looking at you to see. Poke me in my eye. If you um, <laughs> <laughs> if you looked like you were looking too closely, it's a it's a it's a it's a thing. I'm always amazed that women can just like take off all their clothes and walk around naked. I've always thought that was just the most. Except you have sex thing. in the daytime now. I do. We do. That's a whole. Sex in the daytime is different than seeing me naked. Really? Yeah. Those all. They're connected, but they're not. They're two separate. There's a world where I could have sex in the daytime and still not want you to see me naked. It's called a blindfold. Or covers or, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or just making room. You could have sex the same way I did at night, just in a day. Mm-hmm. And you still can't see anything. Um, but yeah, having sex during the day is a complete, complete, that's a whole, that's a whole thing. Mm. And it's better for us, we have found. Yeah. I'm not, I don't remember why. Nights um, are just really nighty. So for me, it's, not the and here's the irony i'm actually kind of sleepy mm-hmm. despite the fact that i'm actually not going to get any sleep what um, you mean like right now or just in general no no i mean general like because our night sex isn't like nine o'clock no it's 11 yes so it's like there's that part of it mm-hmm. um i feel like it's always after we've had a big meal and i'm like i made the sunday night gravy right and I'm, it on I think I'm, I'm full and i'm a little gassy and yeah. I'm, i don't want to fart in the middle right. of it all and right. blah 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 and it's like it's just different as mm-hmm. opposed to there's more energy during the day. It's a little bit more, for like a better phrase, athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, timing is different also because we can't go for an hour in the middle of the day, right? Because we have shit to do. Let's go in, in theory. Let's, let's get out of here. Let's get back um, to work. Yeah, it's just all the things. It's just, and again, the visual aspect of it for me, you know. So that was the other part I was gonna say that in addition to you not being able to see me as time went on. The fact that you needed to see me mm-hmm. was a clusterfuck in my right. head. It was just like, okay, you can't hide because this person actually needs to see you mm-hmm. and can't necessarily go by a little wisp of a shadow right. from wherever. Lights got to be on. Sun's got to be bright. All because this person actually wants to see your body. Right. That's still kind of creeps me out. Not creeps me out. I know what you mean. But... Freaks you out. Freaks me out. Yeah. You're not calling me a creep. I know. Hey. Hi. I want to play our new favorite song. <laughs> you mean our wedding march mm. song? I thought we were talking. I, thought we I were mean, that. yeah. This is a great song. Thank you for introducing it to me. Mm-hmm. Am I a star? Every nigga. Every nigga. 
This is Boris. Boris I'm not uh, sure Gardner. Anymore, just how it I learned about this song from a Kendrick sample. And, and I think like everybody, I, like if someone catches my ear, I'll dig and figure out where it came from. Yeah. Like somebody made a song called Every Name Has a Star. And we're trying to get Alexa and, Alexa and Google. Alexa was saying She shut down. <laughs> she turned Google off. was like, every nigga is a star. No, no it was like every Like it was bleeping it out. And then Alexa called on and said, okay, I'll bleep it out too. Every nigga is a star. It's going to be a segment on the podcast one day. Maybe it'll work for stale popcorn. For the Black Panther review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every nigga is a star. I cannot believe it. With no irony, with no tongue in cheek, with no giggling, nothing. For a while, that's what I, that was my alarm music for a while. I woke up to Every nigga is a star. Why? Were you the nigga is a star in that? So there's a couple of things. One, it's a very soothing, chill it song. It is. It's just very relaxed. It is. You kind of think with the title, every nigga is a star. It's gonna be some like really like yeah brass sections and all the drums. It's like no, it's just whatever. So it's like there was that part of it, and it was like a nice little affirmation to wake up to. Every nigga is a star. Mm-hmm. Where's the lie? Well, I know some niggas, but even they're stars. Because <laughs> what a star is is objective, subjective, right? Every nigga is a star. Mm-hmm. All stars ain't great. This entire this episode isn't every nigga is a star. <gasps> oh, don't make this the title. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't think I could. I wonder. I feel like iTunes would be like, nah. They won't let you call it every nigga. Or is Sp- a star? I probably have to like do asterisks or whatever. I feel like Spotify and iTunes like, hey, so we don't do that because you people don't like this. Mm. Is this a hard? It's a hard R for God's sake. Right. Isn't it? It's a hard R. It's not every Although nigga. He sings every nigga. He sings every nigga, but, but the, the song, song is, is every, every nigger. nigger. Right. What if he was white, yo? Would it still be your alarm music? I think in a weird way that'd be even better. Because you know we're all stars, and you're admitting it you in song. Know, you know ain't no white man going to get away with calling this every nigga is a star. I feel like... Um, What's his name? I just lost his name. The singer who everybody thought was black. Which one? Um, That's like a million singers. Um, how could you be so blind? Like special for you, and like everybody sampled it. Can you slow it down? Um, cause no, cause then I would actually be singing. Oh. Um, there's a time we need someone. I'll be by your side. There's a light that shines special oh, for you. Okay. What's mm-hmm. his name? Um, there's a light. Shine special for you and me. Like if he sang it, I might be alright. Or um what's the name? Who just did the tiny desk. That we still haven't watched. We didn't watch that. No. What's wait what are we waiting for? It's only like a few minutes long. Yeah, was, yeah, funny because I was watching the Alan Stone one this morning. Um yeah, Alan Stone? Stone? Yeah, that was what I was playing this morning. I didn't hear it. We said everybody was wooing too much. Oh, I hate the woos on Tiny Desk. <laughs> I hate woos, period. But the Tiny Desk woos really bug me. Like, really. Um, Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell. Jeez. That one was just running. Literally running around in my head. So I tackled it. There are times 
When you need someone, I will be by your side. Bobby might be able to sing Every Nigga is a Star. This is not Bobby. It's Bobby. Oh. I guess you wonder where I've been. Did I mention he follows me on Twitter? I don't think this makes me laugh. He did. He did. I came back to let you know. Got a thing for you. And I can't let it go. Wow, he's white. Mm-hmm. And looks like Indiana Jones. Like, like super Super, white. yeah, yeah. Unlike the other guy who we're going to watch today. Why can't tonight. I think his name right now? He's a little... Maybe he is black. What is it? I can't think of his name right now. I can't think of anybody's name anymore. You're, you're affecting me. I'm losing my memory, oh, too. No, don't. Only one of us can have no memory. That's why we have children. But still. And we'll still end up in front of the 13-inch TV. That's where we all end up. As my daddy told me, everybody ends up in front of a 13-inch TV. It's okay if I end up in your eyes. I'm okay with that. But you have to remember where we're going. I can't promise you that. <laughs> I can just promise you I'll be your I eyes. feel like we're walking in circles. <laughs> Where are we going? I'm I don't t- remember. I'm tired. <laughs> Why First still- of all, my gut tells me that that's not going to happen. I don't think that you're going to lose your sight. Um, It'll, it might not prob- be. Probably not, but I, uh, I have to entertain it. The possibility is So there. last thing about your eyesight, and I've said this to you offline before, that there are times where it hits me more than others. Um, like, for example... A couple weeks ago, you went to the gym, mm-hmm. and there's like a little coffee maker outside of the gym. Mm-hmm. And I came downstairs just to get coffee because I'm oh, like right. going to the gym. And it's like big glass, plate glass windows. Mm-hmm. And you're standing in the gym, and I'm on the other side of the door. But there's like one foot between us, like right there, maybe mm-hmm. two feet. And you're doing your worky-outy things, and you turn fully around. You're fully facing me, and I get my coffee, and I make a silly face. I had no idea. I know. You just literally just look through me. And you were close enough to me that it freaked me out because I knew you weren't ignoring me. You just didn't see me standing there. Can we pretend that I was just so focused on my workout? You weren't. Not in that particular moment. You were just kind of zoned out mm-hmm. looking out the window and I was standing right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You didn't see me. Um, even my daughter. Oh, you're going to be mad. Well, she already already makes me mad when it comes to this. So okay, no, not that kind. Uh. she had she uh like for example, recently she and I were walking toward you. Maybe we were going to the car, or you were whatever the case was. We were walking toward you, mm-hmm. and I think it might have been the hallway. And she said, not in her usual being a loser, whatever way. Mm-hmm. She just said he doesn't see us yet. And she started walking up a little faster. Mm -hmm. And she seemed the slightest bit concerned that we don't realize that Mm. when we're walking up to people, we'll do something to be like, oh, I see you. I'm on my way up there. And you were just standing still. Mm -hmm. And she was like, she did something and you didn't respond. And she was like, oh, he doesn't see us. And she kept walking up a little faster. Oh, he doesn't see us yet. And then you looked and was like, oh, okay, there they are. So I had a reputation for a long time of being aloof. Right. Um, you ain't aloof. Because. I mean, actually, you can be. But. That that same exact scenario. Um, I've walked past folks. Right. And not being able, not recognizing them until they were past me. Mm-hmm. 
and turn around, oh, hey, I'm sorry, what's going on? So, because I have to deal with the fact of um, when somebody says hello, because I can't see who it is, I sometimes have to assume there's a person behind me that they're talking to. Because mm-hmm. I've embarrassed myself more than once. So, like, oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, I don't know oh, you. That's that, right. Like, okay, now this is awkward and we're fine. So I've gotten conditioned to like, if I don't know it's you, unless you're like, hey, Shane or whatever, I'm just going to keep going through. Mm-hmm. And so people say, hey, what's going on? I don't respond. Walk past them. Then they're like, well, fuck this dude. Mm-hmm. And realize who it is. Like, oh, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, that's definitely a thing. Uh, so depending on how far away somebody is, I'm looking at height. I'm looking at familiar clothes. I'm looking at gait. So you're standing in front of our apartment. Mm-hmm. Me and Maisie have just gotten off the elevator, the lobby side. Mm-hmm. We've just made that turn mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. So from lobby to apartment, can you tell who that person is? That's about 300 feet. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I'm, there are days where I might not know there's anybody at the end of the hallway. Right. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. That's where we were standing. And she said, oh. Yeah, from that distance, probably not. I think that's the first time she may have really realized outside of just shaking a piece of paper in your face and be like, can you see this? Right. <laughs> I think that was the first time she was like, oh, okay. It's not a game. This is not a game. Because mm-hmm. I would, I can see you. Mm-hmm. If you're standing at there, I can see all of you. Mm-hmm. And she can see all of you. But you can't see us. Right. That's sometimes scary. Yeah. On that fun note. <laughs> As we talk about blindness and kidney infections and oh, this was fun. Mm-hmm. This we, episode was fun. Bipolar two. Are you crazy? <laughs> you bought some pattern sneakers. So the, the title of the show is actually we, we broken. We, we don't broke. work right. We broken. Our broken fits. That's the title. Because I hate when you say that. <laughs> but you can use it now. Only for this. Our broken fits now only applies for our kidneys and our vision. Why do I have so many more? You got eye. I got a kidney. I'll trade you your got... kidney for my eyes any day of the week. And bipolar too? I didn't say all that. <laughs> Just be throwing extra in. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I'll take one of the bipolars. Have... <laughs> I won't take two. I'll take the one. You don't we'll want split. one. We'll split it. Listen, oh, one, you have vision. Oh, it goes that way. So it gets yeah, you want two. You don't want one. Gotcha. Vision. You got vision, right? Mm-hmm. I got knee. I got kidney. I got recovery. And I got bipolar too. I'll take your knee and your kidney mm-hmm. for your eyes. Ooh. This is a terrible game, but yeah. I would Wait, take really? It. Would you trade a bum I would, knee? I would trade a, a bum knee and a and kidney. A weird kidney yep. for perfect eyes? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to keep my knee. <laughs> I'm sure. I'll keep all my shit. I'm sure. Because you can kind of fake your way through the day with the Actually, bad day. Actually, I'll keep the bipolar and the recovery, too, quite frankly. Yeah, I don't think I want the recovery. <laughs> this is a weird game. I still got more shit, yo. Oh, yeah, you, you do. Gotta, so you take my eye. You get my eyes, mm-hmm. which aren't perfect. They're plus 1.25. Negative 11. Continue. Okay. You got to take all the other shit. So me, plus 1.0 anything is vanity. You think so? <laughs> I don't like that because I really have a hard time. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm joking, but, but it's yeah. really not that. Um, so wait, I'm sorry. You give me your eyes for what? You can have my eyes, mm-hmm. but you gotta take everything else. Everything. Everything. You you keep your little shitty eyes, Ooh. won't you? Won't you? Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm not taking is the bipolar. I think. I think I'll take everything else. 
Let me see. Which one do you want? You want? Nah, man. Yeah, well, yeah, the recovery shit is just fucking annoying. Mm. It's just so annoying. It also is annoying not being able to see. <laughs> but you can see. Yeah, I think I... Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take your recovery and your eyes. And you can give me liver or knee. I'm not taking both. My liver's fine. I'm sorry, your kidney or your knee. I'm not well, taking my both. liver's not fine, fine. But, uh, so I don't know what's going on with my liver. I feel like we're going to get our health insurance canceled. <laughs> when, from this episode? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? You just got a letter in the mail. Like, cancel. So let me tell you about my liver. I drank heavily for several years. Um, liver was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, livers regenerate, so that's great. So years and years and years after drinking, liver's great. Um, but two of the medications I take are synthesized in your liver. Mm-hmm. Like literally your liver does all the work with doing them and whatever's left behind, it goes there. Right. I'm supposed to get um, all kinds of tests done every so often, and I never do. Because what am I going to do if they say, your liver's not looking right. I'm not stopping. I'm taking the meds anyway. So I asked, like, okay, so if XYZ bad thing is happening with my liver, oh, then you have to stop taking that. And then what do I take? Nobody has answers. Is there another med I can take that won't do this with mm. my liver? No. So so I'd just be crazy. Well, you have to wait and see. You see what happened with the pub. Fuck you. So. <laughs> <sighs> So do you want my liver too? I can't give me everything for like eyes are important, but you can't eyes give me you can't give me liver, everything. Kidney, recovery, bipolar two. I'm missing something. Memory. See? <laughs> I'm missing something. Memory. Sorry, I'm so delirious. At this point, I just want to re- reiterate how much we love our children. We do. And how much we will do anything for them. I want to Because at some point they're gonna to have to do everything for us. Except it's only going to be cold. Like, Maisie's about to be old enough to be like, I'm out. She's 13. What are we going to get her to do? It's very. Not, it's not too long before she's going to be a person who has to be places. I seen it. It happened need, with my first one. I don't need her to be here. She just needs to what? Pay for somebody to be here. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we got a whole 30 years before she's able to do that. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't, we don't need her yet. Okay. Oh, okay. You're just talking about the future. Yeah, yeah. You're not talking about like home. No, 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 no. Okay. Right. We gotta pay dues first. That 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 uh policy yeah, we hasn't got yet. Yeah, we haven't. No. What, what is the seven year old doing for me? <laughs> I thought you meant like day to day helping me remember where I put my keys or something. If it gets that if it gets to the point where I have to ask the seven year old where my car keys are, he needs to take the car keys <laughs> and not give them to me. You can you if can, if that's his sole purpose for being here. Where's my keys? Wait, why are we talking about my memory as if you're not forgetful as fuck? You're always forgetting something. I forget, I feel like I forget more inconsequential things. Like keys and glasses and right. whatever. That's true. And what do I forget? The name of some stupid band from 1987? Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World? Don't start remembering shit now. No, um, I don't know. Your, your memory loss feels different. The things you don't remember feels different to me. It's really not. It needs to be different. <laughs> it's not. Like, I'll be telling you a story and can't remember the name of the magazine I was writing for or 
the name of the bar we were at or whatever. It's not like I'm like, I don't know where I, you know, it's not stuff that keeps me from doing whatever I need to do in a given day. I'm never like oh, frozen in place mm-hmm. and like, oh, shit, but where's my, I need the copy of my, a bitch be on it. And I know where the papers are and I know where the documents are. I know where my keys are. I don't know where my keys are. You don't. I don't know where my keys are. I never believe you're gone when you leave. I never think you're gone. I always know you're coming back. How many times have I taken Cole home and had to drag his sad little self back up because I forgot something? I had you come downstairs. Mm-hmm. A lot. So sometimes you'll say, shoot, I'm back. Keys. Shoot, I'm mm-hmm. back. This. Shoot, I'm back. And then it's the phone call. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he I, ain't coming back. So I like to think that I'm absent-minded yeah. and you just forget stuff. Give me an example. I don't know. I'm just trying to make myself feel better. Okay. <laughs> I mean, absent-minded and forgetful are kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We in trouble. We are. It's okay. Uh, it's like bedtime-ish. Oh, shit. It is. I mean, it's not too bad. It's 10. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. It's like, but that is definitely hang up the caftan time. That's a new thing now. Time is counted by <laughs> how long I've had on my caps. <laughs> and it's hang up the caps to him. We're going for a walk tomorrow. I'm going to go get a brace tomorrow. Fuck around. We'll go out, go out for a walk tonight. Like right now. Get a brace? No, walk. Um, yeah, man. I'm delirious.